0: Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking Talk and shit, Eagle, episode 359, The Wormhole. Hopefully, you guys have had a great start to your week. I know I have a pretty good day. I've got a lot of shit done. Hoping to get some more shit done while hanging out with some friends this evening. Hopefully we can get some good folks in, hanging out, take over a little bit while we're going to chat in the background. What's up? Bill, Sid, Jason, I saw Naughty Nikki, Mr. Red Pill.
1: Cheers. Nice to see you guys. Some the
0: chat all popped out. Popped out. out. ammo box version of give me back my bullets I'm done look up again Tim cheers to you you guys pardon me while I get my pack together here so sorry moving over
1: there you go.
0: live check going bam I think I'm pretty much ready. Bingus 503 coming in, sliding in. Bingus, give me back my bullets. <sighs> Put them back where they belong. Are you a fan of uh, the old Leonard Skinner? And I would find it hard to believe that you would not.
1: Uh,
2: again. One of the staple songs from back in the seventies. How you doing, man? Good to see you. Doing good. Doing good.
0: Actually, you—I'm actually uh, out potting some uh, blue mile by some some guy named Bingus. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. My music decided to come back in the background. Oh, <laughs> red pill, cheers, my friend. The red pill is back.
1: Yeah, now I
3: lost you both again. Oh,
1: really?
3: a... uh, Nothing much. Might have noticed a little. Uh, what a little Holy bit of a shit, macron. That's a slab.
2: Yeah. a little bit. <laughs>
3: Holy mackerel! This is the baby slab. I, I hope you do the, the one I've been dabbing on. I got another one that was its uh, identical brother or sister
0: yeah I, I hope i hope you don't run out
2: tonight no <laughs> dude I, he might he might you know
3: yeah oh i've been missing the wormhole I've been missing you guys and everyone in the chat where you been dude i'm actually like, i well i've been meaning to fix my sleep schedule but i I didn't mean it to adjust it to how I did, and now I just wake up like right when the wormhole ends and I catch it when it uploads. But I pass out right before the spotlight or the actual talking shit episode starts. So that gap of time is like right when the show is on, when I'm sleeping. <laughs> I meant to fix my schedule so that I could be up during the the morning Come this, come you know, when it's nice and I'm uh, starting to garden again. So I want to build that raised bed. I thought it'd be a good thing to be up early to do that. But uh, I've been missing you.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I, dude, I've been busy too. I, you know, and I have adjusted. I actually took a nap. Around 5 o'clock so I could make it to the Wormholio. <laughs> That's how important it is to me. But yeah, I get I get busy with the real world. It's it's crazy. I don't mean to over-talk there. It's hard to get the timing right sometimes on the Wormholio.
3: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, plus... You uh... can be a little tough. My, my dog, you know, I just, I wanted to wake up and play with him earlier in the day, but he still sleeps most of the time, anyways. So I might as well be sleeping if he's sleeping,
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: it's kind of like a part of the red pill. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I appreciate uh, everyone that was sending me messages and telling uh, telling me that they missed me. You know, I watched all pretty much all the episodes wow. that I wasn't present for, <laughs> and uh, I definitely felt like I missed out on a lot of conversations too. So it was mutual. It's one of those
0: things where uh, you get to, you know, you introduce yourself to the community like that. They inter- they see what great guys you guys are, and then when you guys aren't here, you guys, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what what the fuck, man? So you know, I know, I know. I enjoy having everybody that comes through around. You know, it, it is you, every one of you guys have enriched my life, and you know, each of, you know your own ways. You know what I mean? And I
2: appreciate it.
0: It's definitely made me a better person this last year, without without question.
2: It yep. both goes both ways, brother. That's why uh, we keep coming back. Keep coming back, man. Can't get enough of the Eagle One.
0: Mm. Let's check. Boy, you, oh, man. I oh, guess, man. I should fucking maybe here in a sec. Let me roll this joint. I, <laughs> I got, uh, I actually up-potted the, the Bingus Mile or the Blue Mile. I don't know why I want to keep calling it the Bingus Mile. But the Blue Mile and some of Jack Greenstock's favorite M3 mix. So So, it will be in like a soil type, water only, the biggest mile. She's got plenty of room. She's almost in like a 15 gallon pot of just solid soil. So I'm going to work her a little bit before I throw her in the flower. But they're tall enough to like spread out. You know what I mean? I'm going to like open them up tonight. They've been transplanted. I'm going to open them up. Let them get, get nice and bushy, get ready for flower. And then, uh, man, I got these tiger kings I want to show you. And these girls are fucking, that's the ones I got from uh, White Feather Grows. That uh, I, he actually he got a tooth infection and had been fighting it. And I haven't heard from him in a while. I, just, I need to get a hold of that cat. But, uh, man, these these t- this tiger king is a pretty, pretty plant. I don't know, just in structure and everything. It's a bush. It's just a monster, and I just I now that's part
2: White Widow. Right? Take, that's part Widow, right? I I, I do
0: I'm not even fucking sure to be honest with you, Vingus. He fucking he sent it along with a, I think he might have crossed it. I don't even know to yeah. be honest with you. He there's said it a was white, a local there's cross.
2: A white Tiger, which I I have it actually. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> So I'm thinking maybe it's a derivative of some sort. Sounds good, though.
0: Oh, it looks good. Jack Greenstock, what's up, my friend? Jack. Not too much. Cheers, Eagle, Red Pill, Bingus. How you all doing?
4: I wanted to say if you are running the M3, my number one piece of advice, don't overwater it. Um, and the best way, I would say, to go about doing that there's a few different routes you can not water until it's fully saturated because if you do that and do that often um, I think people tend to overwater it can really it's got a great water holding capacity because there's vermiculite it also makes for really nice strong plants because it takes up that silica over the cycle but with that said the m3 mix is um, during the earlier stages fairly hot it is like a meant to be water only and in a 15 gallon pot, unless you grow like a eight foot tall tree, like six foot tall and less. I think you'll be fine, start to finish, with that 15 gallon without any worm castings. But you could supercharge it up and give it worm castings and teas and some ocean bounty if you wanted to do that, like versus water only. And uh, happy ending tea, It'd be cool to see, but. I love that soil. It was my base. I'm still using a uh, third or fourth time re amended now, um, M3, that I just used uh, some craft blend, gypsum, and a few other things like worm castings. Um, I also use uh, black soldier fly larvae. Uh, so, or I like fr- frass, I should say, uh, insect frass from black soldier fly larvae.
2: Another guy, armed uh, American patriot, he has a, a mile as well. And he used the soil and he just, dude, it, I looked at it and went, man, you, that looks better than what I've done, you know? So I'm kind of interested in that uh, pre amendment soil. It's just, is it uh, just in your area or is it everywhere? Or?
1: I think they
0: have it everywhere. But the one thing about it, it was, see, I had, I wanted to go with, to be honest with you, with the Detroit Water Only was the one I wanted to start with because I've, I've met him, you know, personally. I think he's a good dude. I've had him on the show. But there was a big difference in one to the other, to be honest with you. One, they were out of it.
2: Which was <laughs> yeah, well, fun. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, that makes a huge difference. <laughs> two, uh Tommy's mix was only 1 cubic foot for 26 bucks a bag and the M3 was 2 cubic feet for 30. So it was one of the things, but with that being said, with that being said, when I got home and just now it sat there for a few days. I didn't have time to fuck with it. When I just opened it up and was like dumping it into the pots there. And I uh, fucking, I was like, my first thought was fucking perlite, fucking perlite. Cause that M3 had a nice, just, it was bountiful in that M3. And I was like, shit, this is, oh man. So with that being said, I almost think I could have got, you know, the the M, the Detroit mix and maybe fluffed it up with a little bit of perlite, you know what I mean? Yeah. To kind of even out that number a little bit. But I don't even think I would have. I would have probably put some, you know, that chunky cocoa in there instead.
4: I wouldn't honestly even worry about it. It'll it'll work good for you for the first run or two. And then after that you can start adding in rice holes and pumice. And the rice hulls will add a little bit more silica and you can top dress with rice hulls as like a mulch if you want. But then the pumice isn't going to like perlite float up or um, get crunched into basically like sand over time. So in a living soil, that perlite won't last forever. Um, It won't move, especially if you're using it in like a sip, which you're not going to be in the 15-gallon pot. But if you were, for example, in a sip, that perlite (laughs) isn't going to be as much of an issue. Does it feel like watering through?
2: Yeah, it does break down. That's for sure.
4: I've got a big bag of uh, pumice and rice holes behind me right now.
3: Are there, are there any companies? Don't, don't, get, you know, don't
2: get too close; it absorbs all your moisture. Bro. <laughs>
3: are there uh padding? They were like sixty percent water. I'm still, I'm still muted. What was that? No, no like? you're not. Oh,
2: okay. (laughs) We're just Uh, talking
3: over you. (laughs) Uh, Are there any uh, mixed uh, potting mixes, you know, bagged potting mixes that have uh, pumice and rice holes instead of, uh, or even lava rock instead of perlite?
4: Maybe some of the build a soil blends too. Um, I haven't seen a lot, but a lot of them do have perlite. But one thing I wanted to say is M3, although it's not carried in stores out here in California, you can get it shipped it's like honestly 20 bucks shipping though. Um, you can get like one or two bags. And for me, like I was doing a tiny little tank grow. So comparing it to like what I would spend on nutrients when I was growing in cocoa and the cocoa, um, to get a bag of soil that I used water only start to finish and got a few grows off of just one bag. Um, it justified the cost okay. and it kept it really simple. got me back into growing in soil and, um, it's called amortization. I've been able to save it
2: and re-amend. It's called amortization, <laughs> right? People don't think about that. What's the amortization value? It's like you know, I use straight perlite, but I'm I'm reusing probably 50 40 percent of it, and it's it, it comes down to where, geez, I haven't ordered perlite in a while. You know, it's like, you know, so I mean, it really does save. Uh, but there's so many different great ways to do it. We're looking through the glass lens now at the Eagle Gardens. Right. Eagle,
0: and the two uh, girls right there are those Tiger Kings. Okay. One sitting out that are like still in the bed state there. And Bush? bushy bitches. Yeah, those are the Tiger Kings. Ah. And there's the baby Bingus uh blue miles in their uh new pots there. there. There's one there's right
2: the little if, guy right there, on the right? <laughs>
0: They, they they're just babies, Bingus. They they didn't. They're not. They weren't at the same time or nothing. You know what I mean? They're like oh, fucking you got in
2: one of those fucking. Uh, what do you call those spots, Jack? Uh, with all the holes yeah. here.
0: They're AirPods. AirPods. Yeah, dude, that's cool. I've actually got shit tons of these things, man. I've got all the way down from the half gallons <clears> to <throat> these fucking monsters right here. And what I'm doing with these is I usually would bury down all the way. You know what I mean? Because you can lift that bottom up and down. But what I did this time around because it was soil and fresh back into soil and I'm worried about overwatering and shit is uh, I picked up the bottom like four inches easy. You know what I mean? So the bottom is actually like up here. If you can see that. I don't know if you can see that. Probably not. But That'd be like, great for here. your it's dirt situation. Just, just above this. This level right here, yeah. so there's no that 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 saucer could actually fill up, and it's not going to be wet <coughs> feet in that pot. You know, what <coughs> I, mean? I can actually come behind there with a little shot back and suck that <coughs> shit out of there if I had to, if it was like overwatered or whatnot. Well, but
2: just uh, the airflow. Yeah, air, I think they'll the do well in airflow, there. The airflow, I think, would be really beneficial for that.
0: See, this is one of the other the blue miles right here. I'm gonna put her in here and open pull it right down to the edges. You know
2: what I mean? They will, they will beast out on you. I'm pretty sure. At least everyone has for me. I'm like Blue Mile City right now. I'm like, all right, we get enough. <laughs> I know the two that I want to keep, and I'm I'm getting rid of clones now actually because it's like I need more variety (laughs) they took all. see
0: you got a fresh batch of beans over there man fire beans
2: too man oh yeah yeah my buddy the, the seed hoarder god bless his soul came through and he gave me two full vials of the new york city diesel which i'm like whoa and so i'm gonna do i'm gonna have fun with that and uh I'm trying to find more room. I'm, I'm probably gonna move my desk out of, out of here. And that'll give me another five by five. So yeah, I, I want to dive in. That, the, the DJ Short Blueberry that I got from him, um, I'm in my second run with clones and the clones are just growing magnificently <laughs> compared to the Seeds. And I've noticed that a couple of times now where the seeds grow one way, and then I, it's probably because it's in such a small pot, you know what I mean? And the, because of that tap root having to twirl around the bottom, and the clones uh, seem to grow better in my situation anyway. And uh, the, that is a talk about a beautiful plant. Beauty, purples, hues, and blues, and just Yeah, and and tasty so yeah i want to play with it i definitely you know i got the hog i crossed with the hog i'm waiting on those seeds to come out so i can do some more phenol honey. but i need more room
4: (laughs) eagles talked a little bit about how he thinks the clone it expresses differently maybe because uh it's like more acclimated to your room and your environment and just like it being more older and mature as a clone It's going to express differently as like he says as a tester he's going to run it once from seed and once from clone at least twice to really get an example of how it it grows and eagle i was going to say going up to your back uh back to your earth boxes i heard that three to one was about the measure of weight from that to the cocoa but i'm curious uh was the smoke pretty similar or was was it different entirely like were they all
0: just orange across the board You know, to be honest with you, I I think I had more dip bud density in the cocoa. To be honest with you, but uh, I definitely bigger, nicer looking buds with the uh, the earth boxes side of things. They were a little bit more terpy on the earth box side, but there was a, a slight draw, and I probably more on my end than anybody else's is, is i believe i could i think i think i haven't tasted the product yet because it's still actually right there <laughs> <Brian>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh Looming. so i haven't had, yeah i haven't had a chance to try it yet but when i was trimming i could have thought could have thought maybe it was in my head that i had could smell uh bunny shit (laughs) you know what i mean and i did go pretty heavy-handed top dressing right before flower with the bunny shit actually i did a nice layer of earthworm castings and then like fucking a nice layer of the bunny shit And I think, I think I can smell it, but I, you know, again, I haven't had the chance to smoke it to see if I can, you know, pick up, you know, anything in the, any flavors in the bud from one versus the other, but. um,
4: Don't tell anyone that you give it to that doesn't watch the show and then see if they say it. Cause breeder Steve often says one of the things that he doesn't like about some organic buds is, um, he'll, his critique is often cow shit comes through in the taste he could taste cow shit, like if they use a certain fish emulsion, or if they buried a fish head in the hole, he said he could always taste the fish, and I definitely think if you can taste the bunny shit and you used it, it could be just in your head, you're like, oh, I used it, so maybe I'm tasting it, or maybe that phenol oh, a little bit of like, a shit fish There's, like, baby shit All the
0: time, and the fish never comes through. I used that fucking Alaska fucking, what is that? it? Psychosomatic,
2: basically.
1: Think I think it could be. That's a, why I'm curious. If,
4: if you didn't say anything, to like a, anybody that you give it to as a sample, if they said it to you, like, oh, this smells like funny shit, then you would know.
2: Dude, you know what's funny is the humans are very suggestible. Uh, we're easily hypnotized on, on a subconscious level, and we don't even realize that it's happening. It's kind of scary, really. It's a flaw, actually, I would say, in the human, you know, because thought you know higher beings can definitely control us yeah in that manner it's crazy
3: i've asked myself that question a lot like why is that such a big flaw of ours like well, i try I- to figure out problems and i'm like oh at some point that happened you know what i mean and it's the an easy thing well if you if you look into genetics which i do quite frequently there's
2: i think it's 46 there's two chromosomes in the human genome that have been fused. (laughs) And that doesn't happen naturally. So it's like, okay. I mean, it's just, it's an impossibility for that to happen naturally. And then, I don't know, there's a guy out there, uh, fuck, he's dead now, but uh, Lloyd Pye. All right, if you ever watched any of his videos, if you YouTube that he has this genetic theory about the human race and he has a lot of facts backing it up. Funny thing is after he went on a few lectures, <laughs> a healthy, the healthy guy that he was suddenly caught a uh, cancer and died. I mean, quickly not over, you know, so it's funny how when information like that gets spread and then it, it doesn't fit the narrative <laughs> of the, of the current, Hypnosis. And then
3: the, the guy disappears and no one ever picks up where the, he left off. Like
2: Nobody has. In fact, he had a geneticist Bingus. contact him and said, hey, you're spot on, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> you
4: know. yeah. Bingus, are anyway. you familiar with the uh, RFK murder? Uh, Robert F. <laughs> Kennedy? He was killed by heart. Sirhan, Sirhan? Yes. Um, there's a thing a podcast called the RFP tapes and it goes into how the killer, alleged killer or the person who's prosecuted and in jail for it still, I think, to this day uh, Sirhan Sirhan I think he might have even been executed, I can't remember but I think, no, I think they and, anyway, the the point is if you listen to this podcast, they break down how he could have been hypnotized and uh, it's pretty interesting because they, like, had a hypnotist come in that, like, had him, like climbing the bars of his cell like a monkey and like when he was asked why he like couldn't explain necessarily like he made something up but he didn't realize that he got hypnotized Mm -hmm. to he would climb the bars and act like a monkey so some people are suggestible and like i had a psychology (laughs) professor who had a baby under hypnotism with no drugs no anything just got hypnotized and that was enough to make her not have pain and
2: give him that for birth mm -hmm. It's, I, dude, I go down those rabbit holes way too often and there's a lot of CIA, a lot of FBI. I mean, dude, just look around in today's world, guys. You want another trick? (laughs) Yeah, please.
4: Don't be suggestible. That's why hypnotism won't work. You have to be a skeptic. You have to say, this is fucking bullshit, man. I don't fucking believe that. And even if you start to believe it a little bit, they can get you. If you think, like, maybe this might work. Yeah, like, no fucking way. I'm not going to believe that motherfucker. He's fucking hokey pokey bullshit. That's the only way your brain will be
2: able to overcome
1: it. Well,
2: knowledge is the key to breaking any puzzle like that. If you know it's there, you can avoid it. Plus, if you know their techniques... It's another thing, oh, okay, I see what technique you're using. That's I could go into more detail there. Go ahead, Red. Uh,
3: uh, just because it's, we, uh, I just want to say there's uh, other news besides my haircut and my slab here. Uh, I,
4: <laughs> we, we can't see your hair. Your head's cut off, dude. You're like this. Well, the beard's cut off. I noticed it
3: when he came on, yeah.
2: A little hey, clean cut, little cut, cut version there, yes.
4: I'm just busting uh, your balls. at the moment you were like this.
3: If it is, if it is shame some people that I cut the beard, then, you know, it'll grow back. Trust me. It's a, no problem. But uh, I did want to mention uh, I heard seeds and then that, that made me think uh, I did get seeds from the giveaway a few weeks ago. So, SoCal. Oh, cool. Those uh, Mendo Loco seeds showed up. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Right on. I got some of
0: them going as well.
4: Cool. Whenever I've gotten seeds from someone in the community, I've had way better germ rates than when I've went and spent big bucks on seeds. (laughs) It's funny how that happens. Like uh, uh, Always that way, man. The American (laughs) one, 100%, 7 for 7. Doja DNA, 100%, 7 for 7. Oh, that's a beautiful, beautiful spoon.
3: I've cleaned my pipe, too. My Chemdog pipe.
4: I was going to say who made that, but yeah, ChemDog, hell yeah, man. It's I, the one little smudge
3: there, though, that kind of shows you what the color changing is going to be. But it's a 2015 pipe, and I didn't clean it once. And I had to soak it for a long time. I didn't use any salt or put anything like that. Just let it soak in alcohol and then rinse in hot water repeatedly over and over again. But finally got it, you know, 90-ish percent clean. It has has a whole bunch of different millies. I think there's a Jerry Millie. There's a Tommy Chong Millie. uh, There's one of those, I think it's called the, oh, someone's going to laugh, but one of of those bears. Grateful Dead Bears. Someone will know. I'm not a Grateful Dead. (laughs) It's got like, I don't know, 11 or 10 millies all over it. It's beautiful, man. And just to be able to say that you have a piece
4: from fucking Chemdog is, he's a legend. Yeah. In my opinion, living legend, straight up. He deserves the fucking credit. He found one of the most potent strains ever, and he's a badass glass blower, and he's just, he's killing it now. He's growing in the legal market, and he just had one of his first legal crops, I think. So congratulations to him. I think he's in Florida. So uh, big ups, Chemdog. Come on the show. We fucking love you, dude.
0: I'll reach out. Right, uh, okay. <coughs> There's a bunch of cool folks that we need to reach out to and get on the show. A bunch of them. <laughs> Come on, chat.
4: Power of chat. Go on their Instagram. Start saying, "Hey, you should go on at fucking talking shit with the Eagle."
2: I'm thinking we start should seeing. we should get like a hundred and however many people have. Uh, we should, you've got over two thousand subscribers. Get two thousand emails sent to Joe Rogan. We want to see you simple. on the Eagle show. I bet something would happen. I bet something would move. I bet you'd get a response.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd <laughs> send him a DM on Instagram, but that's probably not the best route to uh, to go. You'd have to go through his sure that- uh,
2: whoever his publicist is, you know what I mean? You could figure that out just googling all that information. It's whatever. I mean, I'm not, but you know, he is a cool dude. I, I think I, it would be fun. I like. Uh, I think if he knew what we were doing, he'd be all over it. You know, but I think a uh, like,
4: booking agent would be who you'd contact.
2: Yeah, of course. <laughs> I
4: agree. I don't think you're gonna get done direct. You're not gonna get him directly. He just has too many millions of people. Smiley, dude. Come on, guys. Hell oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. I can stop smiling now. You can take over.
2: Look at that sucker. Look at that. I'm smoking, that? I'm smoking on Smiley's, uh, hang on, white cranberries. <laughs> That's some primo shit. Dude. You like I mean, it? This, this is a hand grenade. <laughs> throw at somebody. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, just about this far into the, the smaller nug. And yeah, then I'll move on to the other entrees. I feel like I just, you know, hit a dispensary lottery or something, you know.
3: (laughs) A past episode, I also heard uh, Smiley uh, mention the blue lime lime pie. That's a really tasty strain. Oh, you've tried it? Oh, yeah. And uh, from Green Dot Labs in Colorado. It literally tastes like it comes from key lime pie, and it really does. Honestly, take, taste like a key lime pie.
5: Yeah, it's the blue lime pie is like the perfect name to it, I think. Mm-hmm.
3: But I have never tried key lime pie, so I don't know what that. Oh, I got, dude. I they they, they definitely had the pheno hunt for it, or maybe I don't. Maybe they didn't have to. Maybe they got lucky, but they had a very lime dominant uh, terpene profile, and it was a concentrate too. So. Dude, I got that one as a freebie from them,
5: and I think I, I bought the white um, nightmare cookies from,
3: and I got that as a freebie. So <laughs> I, I have their uh, Blue Power. I grew three seeds of it, uh, probably Oof. 2015 of it, and I got two males and one female, and uh, it was uh, in um, a solo cup. And one of them, the female, fell over out of it. So I've tried replanting it, and it grew like shit after it and never really got to test it, and threw the other two males away. I still, I think it was a 15-pack, I still got most of them,
5: I think. Nice. I usually do that, too. I'll, like, save a couple of seeds for me, Tron. I don't yeah. try to pop them all. I save my butt, though, a couple of times, because, like, if you crack, like, six of the 12... And then he had a problem with germination or something. You can kind of get an oops turn at it, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. still have another shot at cracking it and maybe finding one.
3: Also, at that same that same grow, I uh, had TGA hercule. And a couple of them also did uh, get fallen and knocked over, and the same thing happened. And the one female that I did get to save and flower out, I felt kind of uh, – uh whatever uh, I didn't get it tested because it's a t- uh, it's supposed to be a one-to-one THC CBD strain it's mm-hmm. harlequin and coracle basically a purple CBD strain and I couldn't tell by like smoking it if it was you know majority CBD I definitely could test or tell that it was mm-hmm. CBD dominant or uh, THC dominant But I felt like I should have gotten it tested to figure out. And I still have the same situation. I only grew three of those, and that was a 10 pack. So I still have seven of those.
5: Oh, yeah. (sighs) Excuse me, guys. Has anybody cracked anything new for the
2: full moon? Just put uh, Face Off OG (laughs) as soon as I got it. (laughs) You put it right in. Yeah, just pink. Go ahead,
1: Jack.
4: Donnie Berger, and uh, some of the Amy
5: Aces from the American one. Nice. I got to get the oh, Ivo. Right. Oh, I'll go next. to next. Like, um, the mix. Cheers to the American one. He gave me quite
4: the – I'm sure he did the same with you all, but uh, it wasn't a 10-pack. It was a lot more.
5: Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot more. So did SoCal man. He gave me a bunch of those uh, Mendo locos, which I'm actually passing along. So 808 uh, rooting prospects is uh, I don't know. We were chatting in DMs or whatever, and uh, anyway, I was going to send him some of them Mendo locos to run outside. See, they're just a beast of a plant, dude. It's unbelievable. That thing. I've never seen a plant that strong of a structure. Like it's not. It's not going to fucking. It's not gonna. It's not wispy at all. It's gonna stand on its
4: own. It's hard. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you, breeder Steve would call it, erect.
3: Yeah, erect.
4: He called. That's exactly what he says. He wants it to be able to run unsupported. I don't want to stake it up. I want it to be an erect field plant. That's I can field like plant it in the ground and watch it grow.
3: Okay. I have, I'm, I guess I have more scientific terminology. I just wind tolerant.
2: Wind
1: tolerant.
3: Yeah. I'm that's
2: just what quoting that, breeder uh, Steve.
3: I
1: That's what
2: that biggest smile is. uh Smiley, if it ever does start to grow there, it's definitely erect.
5: <laughs> definitely it's, erect. It's not growing at all. It's pretty really? much the same size. It's
1: yeah. been like
5: three or three weeks now. <laughs> she's just stalled there. Like, she's green. But she's, okay. She'll kick in out. She's like, I don't know what to do. I
4: don't know what to do. It's like... uh it's like fucking the American one's butter cheese that's been growing for like seven months and it's like fucking four inches tall, but it's got like 35 nodes swirled around. Yeah, I think it's...
0: the craziest. Interesting. Thing. Speaking Interesting. of the American one, I've been <laughs> smoking his uh, Godiva for the last few days, a couple little nodes, which isn't fair, but they're pretty sugary, man. They're fucking. What's the profile like? Yeah,
5: what's the taste like, Eagle? I smell some cheese on mine.
0: Yeah, that's same same. A little gassy, but a little bit cheese, cheese with a little kind of fuely uh, on the back end. I noticed that with uh, the other one too. Amy's acies had a bit of a cheese on the back end of it too, super cheesy. Uh, but I kind of when, when he asked me the flavor profile on that, I was like, man, it's, it tastes a lot like Pennywise. You know, as far as you know, if I had to like put another strain right next to it, Pennywise from uh, you know, Subcool, that that it was like close, 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 close. I was uh, but I enjoyed it. it was one of another great strain. I enjoyed both of them, all of them.
2: So many far. strains in so little time,
5: aren't they? it makes sense. Awesome.
4: There's cheese in it with a cheesequake nail, yeah.
5: That's what I thought. They were all Cheesequake male.
4: Yeah, so he, the Amy Aces is Cheesequake male that he pollinated uh, his RB, which is his proprietary plant. Which maybe where he's at, there might be some chance that there's some like diesel or OG or chem. Uh, if there's some gas in there with some cheese, who knows? What's the structure like on the Godiva?
0: Mine's oh, got a really nice structure. Good set. Heavy buds. Real big, fat, dense buds. It's like just like that one right there. (laughs) Just like that one right there. Is that a Godiva? No one needs to come down. Yeah, it is. There's actually, man, I've got some beasts, but that uh, I got a Godiva over here in the LED tent over there. I'm over there. Actually, it's (laughs) Wait over there. Wait, 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 There we go. There it is. That one. what you girls... do? Are you gonna dry trim Eagle? What are you gonna do behind you there? Are you dry trimming? Uh stop it. I know. I was in a fucking bench. <laughs> I know I hate it as bad as I fucking want to talk about it. Um <laughs> But man, I got some Godivas, man. I posted up some pics of them not so long ago. Man, they were almost as big as my wrist, and they're as tall as I am. They're the ones I swazied right before the flip because they were already so big i knew i didn't want that stress so i wanted that stress and then flower you know what i mean that's why i stripped them down and it worked i actually only got like three four inches of like really stretch out of it and it worked out in that tent under that fucking that led that uh 640 low pro max fucking I need to get in there and delete that shit. Otherwise, I'd be fucking in there just fucking showing you every right now. But I'm fucking behind. I told myself I was just going to log on and fucking fade to the back. But, man, I always have the problem of fucking fading to the back. I always have too much fun hanging out. It's a fucking... It's too much fun hanging out with you guys. <laughs> oh,
5: man. I know. But, yeah, I've had a really nice structure on the Godiva's. Except for the one I, I I did take it out, it's it was kind of that mutant. It, um, I don't know if you ever seen them, but they almost look like it looks like it's two stems that are like growing side by side, but they're like one, so it's like twice as wide, but it's like flat. You know what I'm saying? It's just a weird mutant kind of stem. I've seen them before, and it seems like they throw the bud like anytime you see them, it's like a really stacked like array, almost a bud array coming across instead of and i just i don't know i just think it's going they gonna call it fasciation yeah but it's Maybe. not going to be the desirable keeper i already knew that so i ran a clone through the flower but i'm pretty much cutting her down just because i don't know i'm not
4: curious i'm excited uh one of my testers spartan grown found a keeper in the velvet punch and he's actually going to get it terpene oh. tested so i'll be curious to see it's always, nice. it's always cool to get those. I, I never get my stuff tested personally. But uh
2: nice.
4: the amount that I grow is so small it's that we just dragon bro. What are you doing?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it,
4: it is. It's also kinda I guess at this point I should, but at least once. I felt like it was throwing money in the hole for a while, but it's uh, definitely worth yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I at least once. like Especially if it's a cut your are fond of or something. Just see where you're at. Really. I need to do it with a cherry pie. That's what I need to do. Grow out the cherry pie real good one time. Dude, get see, that the
2: thing is, is that, Jack, you can focus on one thing. All right? Instead of juggling ten.
1: <laughs>
2: you know what I mean? And that one, that focus generally has a higher percentage of results on anything the more you can focus, the better the results will be. Cherry pie is something that I've always been interested in and great. Those two types of flavors. Uh, but mainly I look for gas. <laughs> Give me something gassy. You know, I have all of yeah. that. See?
4: <laughs> well, the velvet punch is, is pretty grapey and gassy. I think Eagle can attest to that, but um as far as fuel, not me personally, but Doja DNA, he has a Del Norte fuel line, and uh, that shit is killer. It's like a perfect hybrid, in my opinion. It is really vigorous growing. It's like a you get kind of the head and the body high. E- extremely strong pain reliever, and just, uh, in my opinion, what, great what's great name? Uh, Del Norte fuel is the strain, and it's by Doja, D-O-J-A. Oh, okay. DNA.
2: Dude, there's so many out there. It's just <laughs> uh, that's why I like watching your like your latest video. I haven't commented yet, but I am I'm in the middle of it. And uh, the variety that Smiley has really, I like that. I like to see that because really, dude, you got to <laughs> you really have to be a jack of all trades when it comes to growing cannabis. If you're going to have that many different things you know what I mean and you got your soap bed you got all the different types of watering I mean you're just like you know
3: it's just it's entertaining if I had that many if I got to the point where I started so many seeds and found so many keeper finos got to clone them and now I'm just growing a whole bunch of keeper clones I would make uh, STS, silver uh, thial sulfate, my best friend. And I would make every combination on every combination. So one round would be one plant and pollen on every other plant. And the next thing, and I just, whatever, if I have 12 plants, whatever that ends up being 144 combinations or whatever. That's cool, man. You'd have a, they'd all be fun lines too. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I'm, I'm not opposed to doing fem versus regular. It's just, it. it's just different seed forms. So something that's S1, you can eventually make a cubed, you know, uh, triple back-crossed line too. And then you can also outcross it and breed lines to it and make two different lines, one that was like the male that you use to outcross it with, and then one that's just like the clone that you, you pollinated. So you could technically on a seed menu, like when you go and look at some seed menus and it has like a reg and fem seed line or, you know, form. You're like, well, how did that get made? Is the is the regular seed form the parents of those? And is the fem like the best, cl- uh, you know, keeper that the breeder found and then they asked one is that what i'm buying when i'm getting the regular form and the feminized form you know what i mean but you could do that and then you can assure people that's what it is so even if it took you more time and you couldn't go through and make as many different varieties if you had whatever amount of varieties on your uh, catalog or whatever and then you could have here's the auto flowering version of it in rag here's the auto flowering version of it in fem here's the photo period in Rag. here's photo period in fem it really that, opens. Uh, up. oh sorry go ahead Bengals.
2: i was just saying it really opens it up i i enjoy that process myself i mean it's it cuts a lot of corners and you do end up you can have some you know her, hermaphroditization uh but you can also control that and uh It's, anyway, I like, I like hearing that, Red.
5: So, uh, Red, on that line of thought, that's kind of what I was working on. And you guys might be able to help me with this, too, but just talking more about it. So, last fall, I had um, some males that I found in in, High Mac, and I put them outside, and we'll just go with um, the uh, um, Purple Punch for now, right? So, I took Purple Punch out there and pollinated it with the high mac now i only did it with a little clone i only got a handful of seeds right and my plan was not to have a shit ton of seeds i just wanted my goal is to find a male obviously i'm going to grow out the girls to see what's there but i wanted to find a male to bring back to the original mom of the purple punch Mm -hmm. and that is kind of the back cross then right Mm -hmm. is that what would be that's your BX one so then you would take from that lineage. Then you would take and cross a brother and a sister,
3: and that would become the F two, right? That would be an F two of one. So yeah. you you would carry. It, it's a lot of you know uh, mouth babble and like a long scientific formula written out. But if you wanted to, you know, like let your whoever if whoever's growing that they really wanted to know the genetics of it then yeah it's a bx1 but then it's an f2 as well
5: so now if i wanted to go down the route of cubing it like what you guys were talking about Mm -hmm. i would take one of the boys back again to the original clone of the Mm -hmm. purple punch right and -hmm. that would be the third and then i would have to take a boy from that line back to the original right Um, And that would be the cube. Is that kind
3: of my... Everyone has different philosophies and I see people that go past uh, BX3 and who I learned it from, Brothers Grimm. I just learned that they said it was going from, you know, like 66% to 75% to 99%. And that's why they named Cinderella 99. Some people think it's a year, but it's Cinderella 99, meaning... It's ninety nine percent of the original princess clone that they got. So that's, cool. that's theoretically what you should wind up with if you plant a thousand seeds of that BX three. You're gonna get nine hundred and ninety nine. So now, I say I want to release that
5: BX. That that would be basically my own creation right and I, I could rename it it wouldn't necessarily have to be a purple punch BX I could rename it
3: like whatever uh, outside the purple the, smile. The, the renaming would be more legit like you said if you went lion breeding with it because now lion breeding now you're really picking your own uh, derivative from that original. So, like, by the time you get done line breeding, you have to make
5: selections.
3: So, line breeding. Just explain that again. So, that would be where I would take brother and sister, brother and sister each time, right? Right. So, like, your easiest—that's what I'm doing right now. Your easiest path to getting to that purple punch, if that's what you want, is back crossing. So, you're making it harder for yourself. You're going through a path of resistance trying to line breed to get to the purple punch you're you're easier line breeding to try to unlock more of a gene pool and find different things so that way yeah you can rename it because by the time you're done line breeding you're so far deviated from original purple punch you know in a line
4: even if you rename it i still think you should call it purple punch you know if you bx3'd it and it's like a different thing you could call it, you know, smiley's punch or smiley yeah. purple smile, whatever you want to call it. And then you write
2: parentheses, exactly, purple punch,
4: the X3. You
2: always list where, what who the mom and dad were, or the process of getting to where that plant is. Call it, you know, whatever, you know, the whatever stream, which is purple punch. It, you know. Right. So it's, uh, it's good. like
4: right now. I'm making F3s with Velvet Punch. Um, my buddy made the Velvet Punch F1s. I made F2s, which I shared with Eagle and a few others. Uh, I'm growing those F2s right now, which i pollinated two F2 females that I selected with one F2 male that I selected. And the seeds from that will be in F3. And I'm going to do some germination testing on them and give them to anybody who <clears throat> grew the F2s in my small tester group. With the knowledge that the F2s did have some perm, but I, I'm curious to see how the F3s are because I'm not having any issues with my F2s that I've grown here. But that's always uh,
2: you know I'm not really, I'm just gonna yeah. keep taking
4: it like F3, F4, F5, see what happens.
2: Well, it, you're gonna just purify it. The I'm more into myself. I'm more into uh, the phenol hunting. In the first generation, versus uh, going deep to create stability. Um, that's why I try to do as many as possible to find cuts that I can save to provide, you know, something unique to the populace. Um,
5: You're looking for
2: I, a clone only, right? You want that one. I I do. That <laughs> one
5: feel like the one in a million. It's That's an F two, in my I opinion. You. you think so?
4: Absolutely. I mean, it's. I, I think you're gonna find the unicorn, the true one in a, of a trillion, because F one, you're gonna see like a little bit of each parent, mm-hmm. and you might find a really good selection. But like, if you're looking for something that nobody else has, you got to F two it, in my opinion because then it opens up the gene pool to all of their grandparents and all the selections of their grandparents and how they would intermingle with each other versus just like that first generational cross. It's really dominant on the mother and the father, or if you feminize it,
2: the two females. I, I can't disagree, Jack. However, the more seeds you do, you're going to run into that, you know? All right. You, you will run. It's, it yeah. comes in yeah. waves of genes. If, if you like do 80,000, right. And mm-hmm. you, I mean, you're going to see a pretty good selection of the whole gene pool. All right. So, the broader the entry point, you know, but then, dude, the work involved is tremendous. I, I got to.
4: I'm this. just saying F2 because, like, Smiley was talking about the um, russet potato that was named after the guy. It was Luther Burbank. And you know what he did? He F2'd a bunch of potatoes and he found a mutant that was extremely resistant to getting rot and mm-hmm. that's where he found it and that's what he continued to do and he made a bunch of like he made the uh, spineless cacti which uh, was a feat that a lot of people or one that was edible for mm-hmm. like horses and cattle but um he read a lot of different things and the route that he used was by f2ing things and then finding right on. but mm-hmm. like you said at f1 you could if you do that many seeds you're going to find some freaks too yeah. like tau oh, <laughs> no, and i think that I'm butter cheese
2: the beauty is ride. when you can focus. When you can focus like you're doing, all right, you can go deep and have it controlled easily or easier, right? So, it's just the just doing it, all right. You you kind of stumble onto what works for you, you know what you're kind of called into doing, what interests you. You're gonna dive down that type of area, you know. I have a demand for uniqueness. All right. That's what separates the Bingus brand from some of the other people around, you know, and that's why I'm doing what I do. You, you're purifying. and I'm like, fuck, I, I want some beans. Right. Because I know oh, what I'm going to get. I'm not point, searching. Right. Yeah,
4: so that's I'm definitely difference. I'm learning, man. I'm really uh, this is my first time. I'm not pretending to be like a master breeder or oh, like fuck. the best person on the planet. I've done a lot of reading and research, but the best teacher is experience in my yeah. opinion. Yes. And I'm working with stuff that I love. It was gifted to me by a good friend and uh, I really like the smoke. So I'm just seeing as the first time for me doing line breeding, how it changes F1 to F2, F2 to F3, F3 to F4, F4 to F5. I'll probably stop around F6 and then evaluate which generation I like the most uh, in unpollinated versus pollinated. And then, go through and try and find some phenos that i really like for example f2 there was that like sawtooth uh variation that looks like a fern if i wanted to do a line uh my f3s that i'm making are not with that i selected away from it Mm -hmm. but i know i have seeds of the f2 in my fridge that i can go back to and say hey i want to look for that sawtooth that's something in my notes i've got it written down there stored but now i'm curious to see what the f3 holds and how it's going to change or continue to you know uh, like skunkiness came out with the pollinated F2s that wasn't there in F1s. There was more grape, gas, sweet. Now it's more skunky, funky, um, gassy, and there's definitely grape in there. But the skunkiness is a lot
2: more pronounced than it, you it know, there had. There's a book, there is a book right there that I would be very interested in reading is you explaining each step that you went through to end up with your final result. All right. That would be a good book to read because it gives you a personal experience of a focused linear diet or a line. You know, you're diving into the ancestry.
4: Uh, DJ Short has a good one. If you're interested, I don't know if you've read his uh, book on, it's like, I'll send you the actual name after the show. Cause I said it, I listened back to these and okay. this is like my Easter egg for myself, but <laughs> it's like, I always mess it up because they make these really long titles, but it's something like uh, breeding excellent cannabis or exquisite cannabis, uh, DJ short. And he highlights a lot of the, what he calls like the heritage strains. And uh, it's a really, really good read, but he talks about kind of how he took some of those heritage strains, like Thais and Mexican and Afghanis. And he, took the ones that he liked the best and started working with them and through breeding from generation to generation he talks about kind of discovering blueberry and flow and uh, it's an excellent read and uh, I need to reread it
2: sometime because I'm I'm very impressed with the blueberry I'm just straight up very impressed Uh, he's a legend in my book
5: he's back in Michigan from what I hear yeah, that was kind of the goal I had too, Jack. I, I made some F2s in the fall as well, so I had cracked a new line, I found the boys, I put them outside, and then I just, all the individual girls got hit by all the brothers. So there was some, like the honeymoon, I had three boys that I hit, the but each individual one, and now my keeper, Fino, girl, out of the three that I had was the seeds, seeds that I'll crack, you know what I'm saying? like. So the other two, I just got a handful of seeds that won't crack me. <laughs> but, yeah, so I actually got the title
4: of the book. I just pulled it up on my Google Books here on my phone. It's called "Cultivating Exceptional Cannabis: An Expert Breeder Shares His Secrets" by DJ Short, and it's like nine bucks or something on Google Play Books, I think. Right. And it's definitely definitely worth that, in my opinion. Uh, it's a great read, especially if you like the blueberry. Uh, He's a badass breeder. He's definitely uh,
2: earned my respect and many others. Thanks, Jack. Happy to share. Yeah, man, dude, I'm ripped on this. uh... That's so stony, ain't it? (laughs) What is it? What's it called again? Fuck, white cranberries. Yeah, white
5: cranberry. It's sour jack crossed to uh, white strawberries from O.G. Rascal. Rascal O.G. or whatever. Uh, Smiley his stuff stands up with the best shit out here, honestly. vingus got like a. got a special treat though, Jack. Those were actually some of the tops that I set in a jar. They sat since November. I wrote the date on them. They sat, and I I literally cracked that like the week before, so they got burped a couple times, and then yeah, packaged up.
2: Very impressive.
5: So I'm, I'm
2: just getting started. But so far yeah
5: <laughs> yeah there, that's the head stash that you got. <laughs> that's,
2: what I, that's what I'm talking about when you give somebody your when you provide to someone and they just go fuck yeah man and then just there's never questions after that ever as long as you're continually providing unique excellent cannabis people are fucking happy and they don't even want to hear what a dispensary has, period. They don't need to.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and if you well, don't know how to grow, just find a good grower. And <laughs> you know?
4: yeah. like the case of Smiley, like I think yours was like allegedly uh, the carrier pigeon dropped a package that had about 10 samples. Pegle. And when I tried 10 Pegle. samples, I normally, oh, sorry, bring go ahead.
2: Yeah, peagle. Part passenger pigeon, part eagle
4: oh yeah part eagle um but yeah no so if i tried 10 strains from a dispensary out here to be honest if i'm looking at flour i might like two out of 10 and eight are like okay or actually bad and with yours like eight out of ten were like very good and two were like good but i wouldn't say it like if they were my cuts i wouldn't keep them and i'd let you know which two those were and it wasn't like they were terrible it's just that they didn't they weren't as special as the rest of them. All the other ones were like, "Wow, that's really unique and like potent and flavorful and just fire." So it's definitely, uh, there's it's one really like,
5: great work. There's one that I know that Mac Mac Mosa. I know you got to try that one. It, it's such a frosty looking nug, but it doesn't have. It's like purple punch or something. It doesn't have the. It doesn't have the stony high. But it definitely carries some some like orange turp to it. It's like an orange kind of candy turp to me anyway. But people notice the nose on it. Everybody like I, I have quite a few patients that are like, Yeah, that's fucking the shit, you know. But then they don't ask for it again <laughs> after they get it the first time. So it's got the bag appeal, but it's not got the carry through That's
2: where you see that's the one you want to hit with some gas. Cam. You know what I mean? Or something that's yeah, Kim. Yeah, perfect.
5: I just I'm there's no way I'm working in orange line in or anything.
3: Cat uh citrus
5: that, not that I like at all, man.
3: Just... <laughs> citrus chirps and if I was in that situation, I'd like to work with more uh and uh, enforce it with more tropical. So if I had something that's like pineapple or uh, mango, something like that, papaya, that's what I would hit citrus i would keep fruit with fruit blend cam and gas yeah i got some mango sherbet, which is
4: definitely mango and gas it's delicious um uh, but
1: <coughs>
4: smiley you were just talking about that mac Mosa, and i agree um there's several things in that that lack potency uh, in a lot of cases the mimosa has uh i think it's a purple punch cross the clementine and the Mac, in my opinion, everybody's real hype on it right now. I haven't had a Mac. I've had like fifteen samples in one from Capulator himself. My buddy has linked up with his crew. I think it's like a seven out of ten, maybe an eight yeah. when it's grown perfectly, mm-hmm. but it's just like not.
5: It's pretty as fuck. It's not just for me. Man, it. it looks great. They, was, it's so dense awesome. and frosty, but, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have the potency. I don't. I agree. I've had it a few times. It's kind of like mm, i don't know i don't know man well, give me that donnie burger I I have... just to try to grow it the way people talk about it veg and slow and all this and that and it's like yeah it's pretty and it's got the legend name but I don't
2: know. you know it's when i get opinions from other i really take note of it too because you everybody's going to have a slightly different opinion but the majority when they start picking a certain one that's the one you keep right you know because you get all the different opinions whatever but then all all of a sudden that one just kind of comes ahead or goes two or three and so if you start building your guarding with with those based on your your whoever you're providing to their opinion because and that's different as well you know I mean that changes from (laughs) demographic to demographic I've noticed so it's it's just all part of uh, the whole idea of of growing cannabis and providing the best at the least for those that really require the balance you know what i mean
4: i have a question for you bingus and smiley or uh red pill eagle any of you guys can answer this as caregivers for your patients i just do for myself and my wife uh currently uh growing so as far as like medicine as you were just talking about what works for the patients what works for the people that you're going for yourself obviously is going to matter but you want to grow stuff that works well for your people. And like you just said, the so they'd get it one time, but they'd never ask for it again. Um, so certain stuff they're going to like, certain stuff they're not going to like. Have you ever seen one thing I was just uh, thinking about and talking about recently with somebody else was something will work for people for a while. I don't know if it's just strain tolerance, but then like it'll stop working for them. So then at that point, um, as a caregiver, like it's got to be kind of hard to just, I mean, ego I keeps that. pretty <laughs> constant shuffle, but just swap something else in there and like how do you go about handling okay. um, well addressing your
3: patient's needs I'll just give my regard. short personal opinion real fast is my problem my whole thing with finding strains that I really like a lot is that is almost every strain I don't know if it's like said eight out of ten uh aren't so good maybe it can be about that but I I have a hard time finding strains that I can always smoke and never get tired of. So I I'm right there with a patient. And I feel like maybe I might be even more uh, picky than a patient. And a lot of patients, maybe there's some aspect of it that they're not that snobby about. And they're like, it works for me. I don't know what your problem is. You know,
2: it's uh, I think, you know we we like variety I think just as human beings you get tired of shit so I I have a lot of people they'll try a few different things and then they'll go back you see to the one that was working for them so I see that quite often in fact
3: well I, Bubba Kush was my most requested strain and I, I had a I thought it was a psychological thing because the people that I had exposed this to. It was the first strain of that quality weed I exposed them to. And no matter what I grew after that, every time uh, I hooked them up, they would be like, "When are you growing bubba Kush again?" And in my mind, I'm like, "Dude, every batch I grow is probably getting consistently better and better." I don't know what the bubba why you want the bubba Kush it wouldn't compare to this, but in their mind, it they just liked it so much. They want it again. You know what I mean? So there's kind of, you know, we're talking about it. First of all, humans and what,
2: what, they like. And I mean, there's a psychological profile that's individualized. There's a biological profile that's individualized and there's the illnesses that are all different. I mean, it's really hard to pinpoint it. That's why it's good to collect all the data and run it on it. Well, I don't graph it, but I just kind of like have a score and see which guy, who who pulls out, right?
3: Well, like uh, Jack shared with the book, that book is easier, it would would be easier to write if you were an extensive note taker. Absolutely.
2: That's why I'm saying his journey through this uh, line lineage that he's going through with the different you know, that would be, there's a lot of personal input there. And it's, it's more of a story. It's more of a biography of how it was created instead of this is the strain and da, 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 da. you know, I mean, it's to me that, that would be, you would probably make money on that. I mean, real money. You know I I'm
4: Thankfully I'm a copious note taker and that's how 50 <laughs> strains of green and now 50 strains of purple are being written because of the thousand plus strains I tried. I wrote notes on which ones I liked and didn't like and how they affected me and uh, my mood and my like medicinal needs and uh, just the flavors and smells and things that I was uh, experiencing from all of them. And then I could go back and use some photos that I took throughout those times or find photos of things that looked similar to what I was experiencing in the time that I experienced and write about the experience with it and then do some research on that strain, and share it with the people in a sort of concrete way that... Uh, no. I don't know. I really enjoy it. I, Eagle. I was curious.
2: I like, oh, sorry, I, I like it. I don't, I'm not, don't, I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying that that would be, I would enjoy reading the biography of how that grape uh, strain you're working on can develop. And since you have the tendency to be good at doing books, usually more than one is good. <laughs>
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm actually, I got, uh, somebody threw out the idea, 50 strains of autoflower and I'm going to start growing autoflowers for myself to see what they're like, try them out. Uh, shout out to full duplex. They're going to, I'm going to link up with them for some seeds. Um, but I've also gotten gifted some seeds from the amazing people in the community. Uh, I got some Mephistos, I've got some Dutch passion, um, some other stuff, but I think that'll be cool because autoflowers are definitely on the rise and, I mean, Jeff Lowenfels wrote a book about one, so he needs some competition out there in the uh, cannabis authorial world. Uh, we need to get him back on one of these wormholes. Okay, it's a wormhole. It's organics now. Come on, Jeff, we, we want you know. back, buddy.
5: You got to do the uh, 50. Uh, need auto flower for my pothole. 50 strains of hermaphrodites, too.
3: 50, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I got a uh, 50 strains of dumpers for all the hash lovers.
1: <laughs>
3: there you go. Some eagle said 50 strains of training,
4: like all like, a, like bondage, like get plants tied up. Like 50 ways to train a plant.
3: Uh, 50 erect strains.
4: <laughs> Breeder Steve would be all about that. That's a callback. We need to get him back on here. Season two, buddy. Come back,
2: Breeder Steve. We love you. What's the name but, of the screen?
0: Erect. Oh. <laughs> so I just wanted to say I've been... Just sitting here silently enjoying the conversation, thinking to myself, shit, I should be working. Things are going just fine. <laughs> for what? <clears throat> uh, A.B. Normal. oh 20 A.B. Normal is scheduled for 410. 410 A.B. Normal. The only way to get to the wormhole is to do your spotlight. Until then, you're going to unfortunately have to pleasantly sit and chat until then. But after your episode, you can jump in whenever you feel like. So it's just the way, the way the ball bounces right there. But to answer your question a little bit there, Jack, about like patience and strains I keep and stuff like that. When they're usually signed on, they're usually signed on. You know, I'm, I'm not even questioning. You know what I mean? Is there a strain that, you know what I mean, I should be bringing to the table it's more like, this is what I've got. It's usually, honestly, I'll go cut off like a nice sample broow, of everything that's offered in the garden at that time. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, you have that to pick from. You know what I mean? Find what works best for you or at least limit it down to a few that I can give you, you know. Because I do give. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 what I'm finding there is a rare breed of caregivers that actually gives to my patients. A lot of people as caregivers charge right off the bat. You know what I mean? There is no free. It's, you know what I mean? It's compensation right off the bat. And I actually give a good portion of mine away to my patients right off the bat. So with that being said, I try to ask them, you know, out of what are you getting instead of making me come over here and, you know, cut out a bunch of bullshit, at least leave it. If you're going to mix it up, mix it up to like four. And if they have that one that works for them there, it's uh, I'll keep it around for them until they find something else. And if they find something else or I'm about ready to pull it, because as you know, I do kind of flip things around. I will give them the option, especially if they're a long-term patient, of stocking up on that in particular strain until they can find something that works as well or on the menu for them or, you know, whatever. But they, they kind of know that it's a constant flip unless they find that one that works very well for them. I obviously will keep that one around as long as they're patient or as have needs for that in particular strain. But you know, as far as that goes, that is the process right there. It's like mm-hmm. I kind of give them an option, but it's more what's available on the menu when they sign on, unless you know and if they came to me, I guess, at some point and said, Well, I've I've tried this one at another, you know, dispensary, whatever, we may have to grow this, but I can't let them dictate. And, like, Bingus, like you talked about earlier, uh, you know, they wanted that one from way back. Well, they – to me, and, again, the scale that you guys were talking about, oh, it's an 8, it's a 10, it's, you know, that's only, to me, relevant to what's in the fucking garden. I could give a shit what out there. Your 8 to 10 is only relevant right. to what's in my garden. You know what I mean? And if it's a year ago what when you had that whatever – and you want me to bring it back, you better be fucking sure. <laughs> because believe you me, you will fucking hear about it. <laughs> if you're my patient and you make me bring back that strain. because it takes fucking four to six months to bring back Steve, you know, from C. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of time to fucking bring that one back. And then you go, well, you know, this this is good, buddy. Yeah, you're right. This, this current shit's better. I'll be like, oh, no. Here's, here's this whole, whole motherfucker. Take this. You're good on this.
1: <laughs>
0: let me know when you're out. And yeah, we'll be smoking this other shit over here. The new shit. New shit. You knew how it rolls. But you know what I mean? At yeah. some point, I can't let the patient totally run my garden. You know, I don't know, I don't know man. I, I haven't really run, other than like the ghosts.
5: Ghost OG is one, uh, Skywalker OG is one. Those are two that I, I keep around. I mean, they're not like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a few of the patients that really dig them and it really helps with their whatever, you know? So it's like, I don't know. I end up I end up holding it a lot of times because they're the only ones that really take them. But I don't know.
0: It's kind of, it is what it is, you know what I mean? I guess lost in the fucking. I'm sorry, Red. Go ahead. Go uh,
3: I, I was gonna say I guess I uh, would find about one to two out of ten. Uh, if I if I went through uh, twenty new varieties a year, I would feel the instinct to not want to let go of maybe two of them. Right, but that's through one year, and yeah. I, I I basically had a. Uh, four year uh, um, uninterrupted up until legal situations uh, where i was you know missing out and then only for that last uh one out of four years was i cloning and holding on to stuff but through four years you know then you doing that you wind up with like eight to ten different varieties so you do keep a pace of at some point maybe you only had either have your you, you know you're forced to either keep a certain amount of plants because space or plant count. Uh, so like, say you get to that eight and that's all you can really keep mothers of and have space of and do clones and pre-veg and then flowering, you know, then that, that's what would dictate that uh, rotation of having eight moms still be able to pop 20 seeds a year or whatever and go through those and do the process of elimination Finding the one that I like, you know, or don't like, and then getting rid of that, and you know, there's a new one now that gets to sit around. So
4: I'm trying to learn yeah, the uh, tissue culture because, like Oklahoma, California, medical patients can have unlimited plant counts, and with that, I'm looking at that. I'm trying to, like Eagle said, like Eagle said, you can. If you have unlimited plant count, you can basically just keep a cut of everything that you've ever grown. And if you like it, you can always go back to it, an exact copy. And uh, I'm going to try and figure out a way to modify my curador so that I can have a light pop on in the curador to keep them in veg. because so I think at 60, 60, they might grow really slowly, which is kind of ideal. Um, or maybe I'll just go with the regular refrigerator. But I'm going to do some experimentation once I actually <laughs> am able to get
2: them to root. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) It's, dude, I think there's a natural level that everybody gets to. How we get there is, you know, based on the individual. But supply and demand, people demand certain levels of quality. They demand certain types of stuff that (laughs) either consciously or subconsciously, as a provider, you do your best to provide. Um, I've, you know, I'm with Eagle on being giving. I've also learned that people love to take, so yeah, it's a real uh, balancing thing there. And uh, a lot of times, my generosity has been viewed as weakness, and people try to take advantage. What I try to do is I, I provide the best possible quality that I can grow at the absolute least price that I can provide. Right. And sometimes I will give them a sample if they're, they're just needy. I mean, if they need if I feel that they need that, you know what I mean? I wish I had like a storefront and it was that acceptable where people could just come in and I could say, okay, try this, try that, try this. You know what I mean? It's just it'd be kind of hard with in my situation to to do that. And when I have been over generous, fuck man, I just get fucked in the ass. So I'm just saying that it happens. <laughs> you know? But I,
4: I wish you were did. running it like the huh the fish market, but with imagine like you were running it just like your fish market, but with just buds. You know, wouldn't that You'd be awesome? In and out, and you're
2: just fuck yes, dude. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, where you could have I've think, seen dispensaries that grow it. Right. Where they have that behind the glass doors, you know, here it is. And everybody's just like, I mean, you, they got to be just selling tons of weed because people come in and they're like, ding, dude, and it's something there's something happens there. You know what I mean? And plus, plus they have a supply of fresh weed instead of getting a month. Hey, Joe, over here's growing it. It's a month old and now it's a month here. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. You know,
5: guess, you know how, like, they have, like, the walk-through uh, glass, like, aquariums, where it's, like, a glass tube you walk through, you know? Yeah. And the aquarium's all over the top oh, of it. that
2: would be fucking awesome. You know what I
3: mean? You, you get where I'm going with this? Oh, you could have, fuck. like, a
5: walk-through fucking garden tour at, like, the grow dispensary or whatever. What, what do they
3: call that? Uh, pick your own or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, farms where you go and pick your own blueberries or apples or whatever.
5: Yeah, go into the flower room be like, I want that bud right there, right there. This one, you go, sir. The one next to it. Oh, okay. This one. Yep, yep. Just like fresh cut flowers. You take it home and dry it and shit.
2: Yeah, it <laughs> and it wouldn't be flopping around either. It'd just be sitting there. <laughs> right. That's fun. we really picked our
5: own strawberries
2: out here. It's actually yeah. pretty good stuff. That, like, we we have, have a lot. I live in Hillsborough and, dude, it's all farming out here. I mean, it's. It's actually a cool place. Just wish we had more sun. But what you're
4: saying, Bingus, I think I agree with you. Any place that's allowed to grow it where people can see it. I was shocked at how many people had never seen a cannabis plant, the actual plant alive for the first time. Like when I have gotten a little more comfortable with some people and like shown them into the grow, they're like, I've never seen a real plant. I've never actually seen it in bed during flower. Like no fucking idea. What the process well, is like, they just
5: don't. You say they don't realize how that's harvested, like the bud, or you know what I mean. When you see the end product, you don't realize what it looked like on the plant necessarily. So, yeah, a lot of people are blown away by that. Yeah,
2: I love that idea, Smiley. With the fucking, you could have a well, even if it wasn't a bud. But I mean, if you just had two sides, like the veg and the thing, and you just walk people through, they would just be, "Daddy, look at that one." I mean.
5: Well, I like Mike Jackson's uh idea. Do it like a cattle auction or something where you're like buying the whole cow, right? Like you're just like, I want that one.
3: You know what I mean? You get oh, it at a great price, so but it's fun. like you gotta fucking trim it. I'm, I'm it. imagining uh uh like some rotating platform with like a sixty gallon smart pot, some fat plant, you know, growing in it and it's rotating and then the auctioneer hemming on him I'll go in and all
1: yeah,
5: alright guys, up next we have this whatever strain. you know. I mean, start giving the lineage, people bid on that, and then it'll be like the classic cars, like the um,
0: the car Today
2: off- at the auction house, a plant went for $50,000. it was, you know. <laughs> know I mean, my
0: neighbor does that shit, basically. <laughs> That'll be
2: some shit in the future, for sure. To be
0: a that's the real shit my brother's neighbor does that shit he doesn't even smoke exactly. he doesn't even smoke yeah. and he fucking he grows his you know legal amount of rec plants out in his yard he's growing some fucking beasts out there and then when come harvest time he's he contacts a me and some other people and he's like you know anybody that wants this shit and I usually, like, hit up a bunch of extract artists that I know. I'm like, dude, anybody want this shit? He's, you know, he's got, a, like, a number he wants. Last year, I shit you not, he only wanted, and these, my brother sent me pictures of me, good guy's guy, standing, you know, you could always, he was head height with these bushes, and you couldn't even see his body behind him. Nice, fat buds, good strains, the cat only wanted 200 bucks per plant. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a good deal, but what the fuck am I gonna do with it? I put that shit in a fucking trailer and drive it up here, and then immediately have to work that shit. No, <laughs> somebody that's got you know some uh, extraction equipment or somebody will fucking hook our right up on that shit. That's a lot oh, closer, but not not me. And yeah, uh, he had no pr- he had no troubles getting rid of that shit. He's done it consecutively now for a few years
2: would well, like, somebody that you know, just it, well, it you... save, saves us from trimming i mean
0: fuck.
5: <laughs> auction the whole plant and then they got to take it trim it early
4: my only suggestion was you get a sun-growing 707 type plant like 600 gallon pot that's fucking gonna yield a buck ton how that shit's spinning up there it'd be like the Car sitting on one of those platforms.
5: Yeah, but like the cattle, they don't really they know what Vegas they're going to get per pound necessarily. They, they got an idea, probably, you know, whatever. But yeah, they don't know if some of them go higher, some go less, whatever.
4: That'd be amazing. You ever see those people guess weights, man? They're pretty crazy how close some of these people can get consistently.
5: That'd be the game of it, probably, right? But there are guys that are real good at that. Yep. Right? Guessing weight like it's a fucking uh (laughs) circus like you're at six flags i (laughs) I
4: always felt like that'd be the most awkward job if like a lady came up and she was like a little bit maybe uh heavier set it's like that's like the number one taboo right you like don't talk about a woman's weight and then if like a woman walks up and it's like the guess your weight booth and then she's like you know their job is to not lose they want to try and be accurate. They're trying to actually guess how much you weigh so they don't have to give out a bunch of prizes because it loses them money at the park. So the guess your weight person is actually really good at guessing weight. So... Yeah. Probably
5: pre- you'd probably get pretty yeah, good yeah. at it after a minute, you know what I mean? Another you
2: know, know like random... You'd probably
5: get pretty good at
2: it.
4: Like
2: that. Yep. I think the you other are, you look like you may weigh about 150. What?! <laughs>
4: i saw a video of this dude at a checkout like a walmart and the people they had like six carts and they're like guess what it's going to cost and they were like the people that actually purchased it were off by like 100 plus dollars and the dude who worked there was off by like three dollars on the total it's crazy it's like he must do it a lot and keep an eye on those totals and have a good idea of what they're in their cart and shit was but or maybe they're fucking secret watching you when you're going around and have an idea of what your total is when you get that big of a cart but it was interesting for sure some people's brains just work that way like whenever we do a giveaway people guess one seven three <laughs>
2: crystals <laughs>
4: where's the american one it. uh i
2: think i'm i'm debating we have the crew basically the crux of of the worm worm holio crew and so i I want to give some beans away to this, to the crux of the crew. But, um, so let's do that. If you don't mind, <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm going to give you though. So let me
3: go grab my bean box. Bean box. Brand that.
0: Actually actually got a bunch of beans and stuff coming again for... Some new giveaways and whatnot. T-shirts. All stuff. I got more cups. People seem to like the cup idea. Same breeder, different breeder.
3: Surprise. You talking to me?
4: I was talking about, I'm very excited <laughs> for your giveaway. Or, and or offer offered to Aspingis on that but I was talking to Eagle he said he's (laughs) got some more seeds coming his way for giveaways and I was curious he doesn't even have to say who the breeder is but because most people will know but I was just curious is it the same breeder as the last seed giveaway breeder or is it a different
0: person Uh, it's a different person few people actually but uh, I will be getting hold of them because they they hooked me up (laughs) <laughs> to be honest yeah. they're very good to me they're very good to me so yeah all good people
4: I'm sure cheers to them and to all the community the people in the chat are we going to pick a number how many people are here Bingus you're going to give some stuff away right yeah. <laughs> or are you giving it to just us on the panel is what you're saying
2: I got a, uh, <laughs> this, is yeah, a I was this is a good him. strain uh these are about a year old, but I've got two, four, six, eight seeds here of the cynics. you guys oh, ever heard of cynics?
3: I have Cinderella '99 and Vortex. That's Cinderella, yeah. cynics. Oh my god!
2: So eight seeds. Very good strain, guys.
3: That's either Oregon. I've only heard good things. Uh, I think that's a Oregon or Washington. Wa- local strain? Uh, Washington,
4: Washington definitely has it. My buddy Noah, the grow up there, has got it. It's it's somewhere in either
2: Washington. either way. I can't remember. It was it, it came. they uh, It's probably in both. Came from Elevate Elevate Seeds. So I didn't. I don't really have anything to do with these other than I've had them for a couple of years, and they still look very very healthy, and I've kept them in good condition, and there's eight of them, so I bet you could get one of them. (laughs) It's a pop. That's the lowdown. They're not bingus seeds, so I can't really vouch for them. I did run it, and I really liked it. Um can't remember exactly why I didn't keep running it. Probably should run it, but I won't be able to now because I'm going to give them away. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, as always Eagle you pick the number brother and What are the numbers? 216
0: 216 0 to 216 if we go four times right?
1: Yeah I, I jump out
0: <laughs> <laughs> Smiley actually wants in on that one Yeah
3: Yeah you, you, you almost have me with that because Vortex, you know, is one of my all-time favorite strands there, so. <laughs>
2: there you go, chat. See, we got, you know.
3: I'm not going to do it just because if I win, then people are going to think it's rigged, so.
2: <laughs> the, uh you can't get these. What do you mean, 173?
5: L- I'm just waiting for you to type <laughs> in the number in chat so I can jump out and. <laughs>
0: One seven three. It's always one seven three, don't you?
2: So whenever you're ready, I'm
0: trying to fix my keyboards. All fucking stuck for some reason. So what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Don't even listen to me. Ah, fucking joints getting to me. All right, then start ready. Did we get a number? Have we picked a number?
2: No, uh, you're picking the number. By the way, I get to pick the number. Yes, sir. We're
0: waiting on pick you. It. That's why everybody's
5: looking at you. Oh. you
2: go, yeah, we're waiting on you. We're
5: oh. all looking at you.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that way, they can hit the nail right on the head, and one of them will guess it exactly.
0: No, it's very close. I almost. Almost just put fucking the number right next to fucking start. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost a fucking one seven three incident.
3: I wonder if you wear a tinfoil hat if your mind is le- uh, less hard, more hard to read.
0: <laughs> we're
5: gonna have to remind everybody what, what we're even doing.
2: Uh, there is some energy blockage here, I think. Bro.
5: Between zero and 216. And we got a number now. We got a number.
3: Okay. We're ready to
5: run.
3: Someone's going to win some awesome seeds, at least uh, some awesome genetics. Excuse
2: One me, you got a minute like and a half, guys. Number. From Elevate Seeds.
4: Bam.
2: And they're located in Washington.
4: Somebody was- and the eight is with an eight, right? In right. Elevate.
2: Yes, E L D.
5: Somebody pinned it pretty close
0: already.
2: Yeah, I know that. But nobody
0: got it dead on, so we got we got to let it roll in case there is always that
1: chance.
2: Let it rock. Let it roll.
0: Somebody nail it. I want to do math. They could always. We've seen that happen too. That that winning guess fuck up and put another number in be like, ah, oh, womp, womp, womp. We've had it happen. We've had it happen. Be leery. Be leery when you're throwing them numbers. Got it, Eagle. See it? I, I fucking see. Who hit don't it? I don't even know how.
5: You gotta check if there's a second guess to it. Or,
0: mm-hmm. or one prior, yeah. But man, yeah, they, there's somebody. Oh, did not sell that shit. yeah, <laughs>
1: Dang,
0: they were so many close ones, though. If you look, man, there's a bunch of fucking close ones.
5: One guess, yes, what's going on, man? Part of his wake and bake. I love it. I do
0: not see a double guess by that person. They they are congratulations,
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, man. That's good, good, good guy.
5: 141, John,
2: yeah, good, good job, John. Congratulations, brother. I'm gonna put my email, or emails.
5: Sorry,
2: Vegas, whatever, Vegas503 at gmail.com. I'm putting it in the
3: chat.
5: Vortex is the one that Green Bicycles won cup uh, with or whatever.
3: Named it God's Pussy. Correct. Because yeah. it's that good of a strain, it's so underrated.
2: <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's un- underrated strain. I think it's it has a very, uh, cush, uh, appeal. Very nice sized buds. Um, tiny, a bit tiny. Very good aroma, good bag of peel. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have the knockout punch that I was looking for, I think was the reason I didn't keep it going. But as far as there was a few other people who disagreed with me on that. So, I mean, I just, you know, you have to make a cut at some point. Now I have the C99, I'm going to be trying that. So,
1: the <laughs> <So laughs> thing I,
2: is,
0: uh... Bigger. John says he's uh, down under, does that matter?
1: Um, no. Nope. with that That's... being
0: said, uh, the said method that we had yeah uh does has landed.
2: Okay to John yeah, we'll prior. no so. problem. No problem, buddy. Uh, I got one uh, going out to God, what is it? Mag- magma magma seats in Spain. Oh shit. So far it's, uh, I, I checked in with the uh, Peegle observer and he said the is was uh, having a little bit of headwinds but should be, you know, there sometime in the future. Just make sure to feed that Peegle when you send him back.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, John,
2: those
0: eagles
2: are capable. No shit. Sure. Eagle one.
0: I'm a lost. Seven ten is kicking her, kicking herself in there. She was one of the first one out too. Close as fuck, man. One forty. We like you said that's that's why we wait. That's why we wait though. I mean, it's it's uh, it happens. See, it happens. We we didn't even know it could happen. It was gonna happen, but it happened.
1: That's why make we sure
2: you make sure you give me so, your address the way it should be printed on the. uh uh, sitting on the bag or whatever, because uh,
0: some of the ones across the pond they're are questionable, aren't they? You look at them and you're like, "There's no fucking way that's right." I always just put it right I, the way they put it.
2: Yeah, I with graphics, man. I'm just hoping the postman knows. They they always seem to just a lot more complex over across the pond with the addresses.
4: Yeah, that, that's real difficult. I had one get like, lost. I always New get Zulu. a little
3: spike. Yeah, yeah, I was say I always get a little spike of fascination when that does go right, especially super far and like almost remote or remote place. It's like, oh, my God, like, thank God for those people sending packages. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So I've been on the recipient end of that. That's how I got my seeds to grow. Right Shout out Attitude Seed Bank. I don't know if they have the same reliability that they did 10 years ago. But it made
4: it's it cool when they come from overseas. Even like Seeds, man. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people use them and they're coming from overseas and there's a lot of local banks in the U.S. that do a good job getting seeds to the people. But, uh, oh, man, they do. It's come a long way.
2: <laughs> I've had incense and all kinds of weird, just interesting, creative ideas, which I really enjoy. I got like a Barbie doll in one database. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's somebody's going to spend their time messing around with that. They really got a grudge. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I mean. you know. What I mean, it's like, fuck. really? uh it's getting to be uh overwhelming I think for for the regular way to send things and I'm pretty sure eventually here it'll be good and uh and everything you know plausible deniability is the medical aspect of what's going on, and it's very hard to get a conviction in that regard it really is yeah.
4: so you guys ever uh worry that you're gonna fuck up if you send something internationally. Like you know it's not like city, state, whatever. Like it's like depending on where you send it, it'll be like province oh, yeah. or like whatever. And like all the different categorizations are in different orders and they'll send you their address and their way and you look at it and you're like, what in the fuck is that? But then you yeah. kinda go through it and fill it out. Thankfully like all but one of my international books has made it. So I had to resend one to New Zealand. Which uh Hopefully
2: we'll get there soon, but I always yeah. double check. This is yeah. how it's going on the. Is that right? And I did that last time, and he said, "No, you got to add this." I'm like, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> you know, so it's all part of the
4: process. Sometimes, like, I entered it exactly as they wrote it, and it just, um, I don't know. Sometimes, like, there are certain countries that I use the shipping. Uh, Like the app or website that it would like verify almost all the addresses, but certain countries it wouldn't allow me to. So, some of them they said they're it's real remote where they're at. So,
2: I used to do a lot of uh, UPS shipping at this last place I worked at, and and we had a military contract and shit. There'd be some addresses that just like eh. You know, you'd have to call UPS and get a get a human to talk to you, and that was an ordeal. So, yeah, <laughs> I get you. I just
0: had some addresses that were uh, uh, like fucking overseas. Fuck, I, <laughs> it might even be John to be honest with That were like so unbelievable, so like sounded so remote that were like you know go down fucking. It was there, they sounded more like directions than, you know what I mean? It's Follow like the white down such, <laughs> such and such trail, turn left at the fucking Y, you know, at a big oak tree, lot seven. And it's like, no way, no way that could be that's, right. But yeah, it was. Just, it played more out as like you know a description, like you were actually telling somebody to get there. Yeah, yeah, that's your mom. Like when there was like know. no other possibility. When an oak tree <laughs> is your mailbox,
2: yeah. Then you must be a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: i'm I'm curious because i know smiley you've got some of your keepers from sin city seeds if i'm remembering correctly and uh i know you've probably got a few other breeders that you've got their cuts so i'm curious uh if you do and which ones and maybe what everybody like if you whether you're keeping it or not what you would consider a keeper some of the breeders that you've popped seeds and you're like damn, that was worth keeping, and you put them on that, like, quality of, like, oh, I'd buy their pack again, or I've got some seeds, I'm going to grow them again.
5: Um, man, um, you know, Sin City's got two of my keepers. That's Rascalberries and the Blue Lime Pie. But I have run probably seven different ones that didn't keep. So, like, Platinum Delights was really good. Uh, I fucked up on my fino hunt with the uh, Nightmare Cookies. I had a, a very unique fino. I got pictures of it on my Instagram, but it, I I kept the wrong number. I don't know. I grew it out the next time, and it wasn't the same. It definitely wasn't the same. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think what other keepers I got that are cut only. Um, I got Grim Blue. The Brothers Grimm. I got um, C stars from 808 Genetic, Platinum Cake from inhouse Genetic. Um, I, I mean, nothing against who's grown. I mean, I ran a, a things and they were good. I mean, it wasn't like anything like that. It was just um, like the Fader Actual. I ran that. That was. Uh, super oh. gas it just it didn't yield as well and it was kind of in the same flavor category as the ghost and the ghost yielded more so it's like it was kind of like i don't know that's why like bingus and you were saying you like just running all gas stuff like it's kind of like at a certain level it can be a bit redundant on the flavor too yeah. So like, true I don't know, but going back
4: to the patients though, with the gas, some people, like you said, down here, there's certain patients that like if it ain't gas, I don't want it.
1: That's pretty much. Some hooked on OG.
4: Yeah, and like in that OG, I hate nothing. No offense to Vader or any breeder, but like your name is likely not bigger than OG, whether it's ghost or any other OG. So you've got the cut. Is it do I keep this or OG? The OG yields more. They're both gassy. OGs like more popular name and it's as good or better you know so i, I think that makes it an easy sell because vader actual is supposed part.
5: to be his like the vader og times the vader og times the vader og kind of thing so he's like his inbred line of that, but that vader some, cup that he
2: sometimes that doesn't always give you the, the results <clears throat> i mean if inbreeding all right i mean just look at humans <laughs> Sometimes things don't go the way they should. People end up yeah. with six fingers and shit. You know what I mean? It's,
4: I'll know. say, like the Cinderella '99 F1s I grew versus the F4s I grew. The F4s were so runty and the slowest starting mm-hmm. plants. Like it took them forever to even get to like the point where I was like, these are ready to flip. Where the F1 was done, flowered. The other F1 ones were three, just ready.
2: F1 bigger. It's pretty. It's oh, real.
5: Yeah. I do have some gas from Freeborn um, uh, Selections, too. I have a couple of different ones. Well, that sky colored fish is from me and Gene. And I got. Um,
2: now, there's some southern stuff that's good. I know. I know the hog comes from Tennessee, actually. And man, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing there. I've got to tell you. So, I, there's just so much. I mean, after today, I'm just like. Boggled where to. Immediately, I wanted to do the face off, but um, just got it. And these are older seeds, so it's like ah, I want to get them going because I don't want them to be get older. You know what I mean? So it's like we'll we'll get
3: her. We'll get her done. (laughs) When when it comes to OG, uh, I I like the uh, kosher Kush. Is my favorite. If that counts as an OG which I for sure does
2: what is I mean I I know that I the OGs that I've grown are all kind of lanky and they have kind of a similar leaf pattern um, and they have that kind of uh, earthy taste to them is that kind of what an OG is
1: definitely lanky definitely
3: yeah gassy very per- fuel, lemon, earth, pine. Yeah. The the one I get the lemon the most in is the uh, ghost or derivatives of that. Uh, like said, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Green Dot Labs in Colorado, concentrate company, uh, they had a what they called screaming OG, and that was a BX1 of the ghost, and that had the most lemon of any note of uh. OGs. Oh, I've had a SFV that had a little teeny bit of a lemon, but way more pronounced in the this ghost back cross. But the kosher, I would say that's more earth and fuel. And then uh one that I don't think shares any lineage, but to me, I get a lot of the same similar terpenes, but with more complexity, is uh what has a million different names, the Pirakush or the Hollywood or the Topanga. I've had that, which sometimes to me at this point almost smells better than OG. So last one.
4: I would agree. With some of the crosses. Yeah. Change up the flavor a little bit. Yeah. Make it more like unique. Smiley Skywalker, for example. I was just looking at my notes uh about his ghost OG and It was like pine, uh, gas, lemon, and earth is what I wrote. But then when I looked at his Skywalker, I had written that it's lavender. Uh, There's lavender notes that I was picking up Mm. in it. And that makes it a little bit different. And certain people that haven't experienced that or tried that before, that floral note for me is one of the more unique and enjoyable ones in cannabis. It can kind of like catch people off guard, and it has a really nice aroma when it burns in the room but it also has a different effect um, it can be more sedating um, but i just think that flavor in the in your mouth flavor of that is just really enjoyable like the mm-hmm. some of the sherbets have that to me too like the and the gelato yeah uh very gelato 41
3: has a little bit I've of had that very really nice floral. Uh, perfumey floral gelatos mm-hmm. but uh but the A little bit of uh, the ones that are sesquiterpene or terpene alcohols that are more floral, I feel like are the least uh, abrasive to the respiratory, to me at least. You know, the lavender ones, the um, uh, lilac, the jasmine, you know, the sage, those kind of ones, the sandalwoods, those ones kind of tend to be more... uh, easy to hold down in the lungs and have the same smell and flavor on the palate going out. The way the bud smells is the way that what sticks on your palate after you exhale.
4: I got some nice sandalwood on the F1 of the Cinderella 99. But then uh, the F4 was directly selected for for the pineapple and grapefruit and the phenols that I got were pineapple. Um, But Really delicious stuff. It just was so uh, slow-growing and average-yielding to low-yielding by the time the F4 happened. Uh, what happened was they took Cinderella 99 from Brothers Grimm, then F2 and F3 was done by uh, Dynasty Genetics, and they were hunting for that pineapple or, like, tropical phenos. And then my buddy, two Sprogs made F4s, and he gave me those F4s. I think by the time it gets to F4, and I'm curious how the bubble punch will be, because F1 and F2 are really vigorous. I'm curious what the F3 will be like. Um, but F4 is, I think, like you are saying, because by the time it's more purified, you're going to get exactly that genetic, but it might not be as fast growing. And I don't know if that will necessarily impact yield down the yield down the line, like when it's a clone later on and more uh, established, but I do think that there is more vigor for sure in the earlier uh, F generations, which makes sense now, if it's a true hybrid. But there's a lot of polyhybrids,
2: which I wouldn't have this. as much let ask, F1. Hybrid. Let me ask a question, Jeff. Let me ask. What do you think would happen? Let's say you get to F4, all right? Then you pop another group of those seeds, all right, and take the F4 and try to get uh, F1 vigor. See what I'm saying? So go back to a different pheno that's likable, put them together to get an F1 of that cross and regain, too, because you would maintain uh, the strength of the genetic pool of the F4 and hopefully capture the vigor of the
1: mm-hmm.
4: F1. And here's another thing you can do, Bingus. rusta Jeff, taught me this. Not directly. I mean, I'd it through him, though while you're doing like the F3 and F4s, like I have an F2, like that sawtooth phenol that I haven't explored yet, but I've got my phenols that I'm picking on their color, their smell, their effect, and their growth. So um, if you have two different lines kind of going, like if you do an F2 of like the sawtooth and then like F2 of like the grape gas, eventually you take the two F4s and even though those are becoming inbred F4, F5, they're starting to be less vigorous. If you cross those into each other, then they regain that vigor again, or you can cross back to some of your earlier generations to see. It's like your F1s and your F2s, and see what you get. Yeah, that's very. Good
1: that's
3: way. that's what the brother brothers Grimm, the genius and princess are sisters. They're both females no. out of the same seed run,
4: in yeah. crossing and back crossing, and um, it's really interesting. But I, like I said, I just really wanted to see firsthand for myself with a friend that I I love, and. Um, through F2, it's been really vigorous. Almost F1 and F2 were pretty similar. For the phenos, I was looking for a specific thing. Uh, The only difference mainly was it turned purple later in flower. Um, but And there were some different aromas.
2: Is that Green's 13 younger brother?
6: Right? I was just going to say we got something different. <laughs> Who's that
2: guy. handsome dude? Who is that?
6: He's got a little head, though, hasn't he? he looks little.
2: <laughs>
6: Everyone getting their hair cut.
3: Why? Who his lower? a haircut?
4: Uh, red pill, but he's off camera. I got mine yeah, covered. Oh,
5: yeah. Nice. Springtime. Yeah.
2: Springtime. That's a good way to lose weight, eh?
5: I, I did Where
6: it so time The some sun came out, you see. see I'm <laughs> a sunbather. I need to get soleil
5: on me. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. We're don't all looking dapper.
4: He's like hates, a yeah. gentleman for you. All cleaned up, even uh, like Eagle always comes on the show cleaned up, but the one night someone uh, Spiky got him to come on. He didn't think he was gonna be on camera. I think that surprised a lot of us. I was like, "Holy shit, Spiky!" Anybody know what his last day is? I, I need to wish him well at least one more time before he goes. Oh, I I'm glad to
2: see his face. Hmm. Good He's going
4: on vacation, unfortunately. That's some
0: bullshit.
1: <laughs> Dude, I you good about know. it here, buddy.
0: Well, I do. I do. Should long answer short, sure, Jack. I do.
4: Has it happened yet? Yes or no? Is all I'm really wondering. Am I too late to wish him? I don't were? think so. Okay, I need to reach out to him.
0: Hopefully, he'll hear must, this.
6: If he's
4: still listening. It must be weird waiting.
0: Days. That
6: must be weird. Oh Ooh, man, I had to yeah. fucking flee.
4: I'd be like Neville, man. I'd be in another country or some shit, or at least try it. <laughs> I know that during these times, it's probably harder than fucking ever, though, right? Like getting out of a country during this fucking crazy shit. Like no fucking way, right? You're fucked everybody you'd have to be clever. I don't know. Very really clever. Man. Catch me if you can't type shit. I ain't risk my passport over that. Also I guess in that case maybe I would. But have you got one? Yeah I do. Damn. I've been over there. I've been uh, a few I've been close to you, not quite there though. Slovenia, Croatia, um, Italy. Some of the yeah touristy spots
1: my, good people my damn
3: passport expires next year
4: get that sucker renewed ahead of time
3: it's a mm-hmm. pain in the ass
6: do you have to well yeah, you say you that there's a new like, world order before. and you'll never be able to leave so uh we'll see here we go we're involved.
1: down
3: so
2: without your vaccine card
3: uh, that's yeah, it's, it's that's hard. how I, that's where my line is drawn i, I won't get that vaccine unless it uh, prohibits me from leaving the country
2: they uh, will sign the waiver that it won't hurt me i will take it they
6: won't oh they got those wave, waivers ready dude they're, they're ready right there Yeah, just, you, won't live oh. to, you won't live to <laughs> oh, capitalize on it. let me just check this drawer oh nah.
4: no they're well, probably you gotta take it.
2: it Well, you're not gonna live long enough to capitalize on it anyway so go ahead
4: I'll <laughs> say that this the United States if you're here is a beautiful uh, country there's a lot of places that you can go and travel
2: Uh exactly. we'll see oh, yeah we'll see, we'll see.
1: I'm in the just, meantime,
2: I'm joking. I'm spoofing. I'm not trying to get political, and I'm just making fun.
4: It's just kind of a reality, though. The situation is: certain countries at this time. My brother and his fiance and her child, uh, his his daughter, newborn. She's stuck in China, and has been. She cannot come to the United States yet because travel is still cut
2: off. So. now that's some bullshit.
6: It's
4: pretty in safe
2: area, in Wuhan.
6: I uh, hear you can go and party, and there's no social distancing. It's on. That's the destination this summer. Yeah. See you there. Out. Mm-hmm. You
3: first
5: breaks. Out, man. We're breaks.
4: No, we actually can't go. <laughs> As Americans, we can't go to China, and Chinese can't come to the U.S. Because either way, they both want to see each other, obviously. But uh, they're supposed to get married last 4th of July.
2: I'm
3: thinking yeah, a good investment would be body rubbers. How American is that? Fourth <laughs> okay. of July wedding. And they can't do it because they're stuck in China.
5: I thought that was just the old president. Now we got open borders and shit. We do whatever.
3: We gotta be able to climb the steps.
2: Right. Oh,
5: that's the thing. They got to come in, come in across the border illegally. And then they, they don't got to worry about it. <laughs> well, you know what's funny, Smiley? Is
4: in 90 Day Fiance, I show my. Wife and I, I am embarrassed to admit, have watched. Uh, one of the things that people did during these times was they would go to Mexico first, quarantine for 14 days, and then they would enter through the border there versus coming from, because if you can't go from, uh, you know, China to the U.S., then you go from China to Mexico and then quarantine and then go from Mexico to the U.S. So that might be an uh, avenue that they might have to explore.
5: But she's jumping the wall. Fucking right. She
1: has
4: a she has a K one visa, so she's really, legally coming. Whenever she does it, it's just a matter of like if she can legally travel into the country based on the current times. I'm just saying of it's
5: been quarantine here. I don't know. One eleven here. 111.
1: 111.
4: Sorry. One eleven. One one
2: one.
5: To
1: send your to me, so. yeah, thank you <clears throat> uh
2: I dude I'm kind of digging green 13 of brother what, what'd you do with green anyway
6: uh it's on hey. the floor over there I need to hoover it up actually I got your for it you just gonna leave that there
2: <clears throat> now yeah. god damn are you is it G, are you GMO
6: no, I, <laughs> I, I think GMO is like twenty stone, big fat dude. He's ugly as well. will show his <laughs> face. <faith>. Is <laughs> he on chat? Okay. No, obviously he's like prohibition, so he's concerned that. Okay, that's just keynote. Right?
2: I'm confused. Okay, that's keynote. <laughs> All right, dude. I'm trying to get things straight. You guys are keep running me in circles. It's funny. Stupid bloody American. He doesn't know who we fucking are. You know, <laughs> it's true. So, because uh, I asked, I think, with GR420 <laughs> if he was Green 13, he said, No, Green 13's his own dude. <laughs> yeah,
6: we're not all the same person. All right,
5: yo, sounds like uh, I'm just
2: kidding.
6: <laughs> no, oh, shit he's in as well. Hello, brother.
2: There it is. GR 420. What's up, man?
6: So you get all our jokes 30 30 seconds late though, right? Jokes,
5: jokes. Yep. Wow. So now we get into a deep topic, right? It's almost 420. We gotta cover some deep,
2: deep topic. 4.20? Yeah, it is. Um I wanna Reaction. I'm gonna smoke some more of uh, this uh, white. Cranberry dessert that uh, came out of Smiley's Garden.
1: Hey, uh,
4: Red Pill, you'll be proud of me. I fucking yeah. looked into getting uh, farmland on a lease so that I could get a hemp license and fucking grow the shit out of some hemp for terpenes <laughs> to distill it and uh, make different products. I'm considering getting into it. Because I think it'd be fun, one, to breed and make seeds in a larger scale outdoors. Um, if I could get a good deal with a person locally, I think it'd be a fun little project. Did you have a check out the,
3: the Future Cannabis project when they cover that epicon, uh, whatever?
4: I uh, haven't yet, but... I will say I did see them with Bollywood Bam, who is a cannabis breeder, who was talking about trying to breed cannabis versus trying to breed hemp and how working with the CDFA, California, California. It is California pretty much, or it used to be once upon a time, but a uh, California department of food and ag is who works with the hemp people versus the BCC Bureau of Cannabis Control is who works with the cannabis people. So like, as far as plant counts and uh, space, mm-hmm. like outdoors, um, indoors as a medical patient i can grow as many as i want outdoors 67 percent of counties have outlawed anything greenhouse outdoor whatever you can't grow it at all so unfortunately you're much more limited but with hemp you can grow as much as you fucking want outdoor and they're like even if you grow it over 0.3 thc they'll just be like hey you know what um that batch you just don't release as for sale and they they like work with you. They're like not trying to like fuck you over and like five you. So, is there going to be a
3: is there a loophole where like a uh, uh, like hot you know the hemp that is hot for THC is going to find its same place where uh, salvia and spices where it's in a little package and it says not for human consumption. Could that happen? They just they
6: just took away our point three thing. And uh, so all CBD in Britain now has just been changed to zero. So, of course, it's useless. Um, I don't want to say useless. It's basically useless. You haven't got that thing that's going to they, they went
5: down. They went down. They went down. They
6: went from point three or whatever trace amounts to zero. So everything in the shops had to get pulled out. And replace with stuff that now people won't probably buy because they know they won't get any entourage.
5: I was going to ask though, like, what are they producing that are they having total zero THC strains? That...
6: I'm talking about legal hemp in, in, um, for CBD in, um, like wellness stores. So it could, something that's always happened since forever. We've never had a problem with hemp. So the hemp bill hasn't changed us. It's never been illegal here. like, And the same with seeds. But because of some of this stuff that's, you know, yeah, in the last couple of days, days, uh, we've gone down from trace amount to zero amount. And so all that will be available now is stripped down Chinese mm-hmm. CBD, CBD,
5: so, so there are people who
6: genuinely use that as it happens cbd it's awful for me i hate the stuff um it straightens me up it clears out my cannabinoid system i do not want that at all it, it's frightening to me but for some people they find huge relief from it right so um that's a bummer for them you know joint pain and all sorts of weird stuff like that 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 people have taken for years
1: without
2: the entourage effect all the medicine of cannabis is not really as effective it really isn't if
4: they only have uh, cbd like isolate available if they can get their hands on a little bit of flour
2: sure.
4: you know, use a little bit of that flour with the uh, <laughs> isolate.
6: anyone who's you know who needs to look further i'm just literally talking about high street and yeah. you know legal uk
2: consumption there's a lot of, uh, very beautiful hemp strings, Jack, that you can get your hands on. Um, I spent, uh, yesterday with a gentleman. It's not really a hemp farm. I call him Dave, but he has some acreage. He planted last year. He's planting this year. And, uh, I go out and kind of consult with him. He's got a beautiful big home. He wants to do some indoor hemp so that he
1: can.
6: Got-
2: He's going out oh, no. and indoor. Yeah, I
6: know. So
4: she now looks ready. Uh, uh, green thirteen. You're not muted.
2: Hey, hey there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, with when you find the strains that you have, if you do start an indoor, that's where you get your real consistency. And uh, it depends on how big, but again, if you can, if you can make your own oil. Then you have complete control over that, and complete control of the quality of the products that come out of that, which is the biggest issue. <laughs> you know what I mean?
4: My uh, buddy who uh, shared the Velvet Punch with me, he also breeds uh, with actually majority of his stuff is CBD. A lot of it is uh, high, or C- well, not majority. I'd say like probably close to fifty-fifty, but he has some work that's actually certified hemp within the California. Uh, CDFA I think it's uh, I'm blanking on the name but he's definitely got at least one registered and I know he has like a handful of uh, cultivars and they look just like cannabis you know somebody in a comment there's this like shoes that are made out of hemp and it on the box it says like cannabis shoes and somebody in the comments is like oh it's hemp not cannabis and I commented hemp is cannabis same thing Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I never quite
2: understood that one either but uh, well that's for them in
6: it. we give them another word to use
2: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <It beats> marijuana <laughs> yeah I'll take both of those over that but uh, hemp is a much broader deeper market 420 is
4: coming up don't miss our dad
2: and it can be very 119 to, and
4: into it. oh there it is
6: Right. Love boys.
2: Cheers. Cheers, everybody.
4: Finishing it with day
0: wrecker T- So pretty damn good. So here you guys. Ah fuck, hold on! I gotta fucking find Zoom. I can't even remember from Mike anymore. I've been checking out pictures. You are. You, you guys are, probably are. been We're wondering doing, what the good. fuck. Probably wondering what the fuck I've been doing all this
1: time. It's
0: it's
1: nice to, to see, see you out without a background, though, dude.
5: At least at least you weren't rolling a um a hashworm at the same time, Eagle.
0: <laughs> so so this was uh you bring up me. This is the dab song Saint Bernard said as an alternative. This is actually the dab song, a German version.
1: Wicked, Bronze
0: Band sent one. Um, Bronze Band sent one. I, think, I said, I said, it's the mushroom edition. This is the mushroom edition of a dead song. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's trippy. Dozerman sent one too, but it wasn't a link to YouTube. It was like I have not figured out a way to kinda of necessarily make it accessible super easy on the computer, yeah. I always appreciate when people send me links and shit. And like, Check this out. This is an alternative to the get quite a bit. Actually heat mine up so I can take a
3: fucking dam real quick. Dabbing non ass. I like it.
6: <laughs> Not much bass, but I like it.
0: Cheers St. Bernard. Thank you for that suggestion by the way.
1: Cool.
0: I might need to take a micro <laughs> it's actually in the dab song list on my uh, channel. There,
2: it's kind of a the dab song with a Frank Zappa twist. Those yeah, are his awesome. it?
0: Is it the devil talking if you play it backwards? <laughs> yeah. if, you it, if you just play it forward. <laughs> no, it's regular.
4: I want to hear it at 2x speed next time.
1: Chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's definitely
1: yeah
6: we, we haven't got any germans have we spikey's the closest because isn't he in
0: germany <laughs> yeah, spikey won't even spikey won't even claim it
2: a, he was uh, kick, uh... he was kicked out of germany actually <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cheers to our, uh, those of you, if you are German viewers. <laughs> hopefully, uh, you understood some of that.
2: We're freaking out I dogs know. in the chat room with that song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking funny, right there. Be <laughs> <laughs> sure.
2: Actually, yeah. like, what the fuck's going
4: on? You need to play some Mendo Dope to get Eagles dogs singing and dancing. <laughs> Have I ever showed you guys that video? Oh yeah. It's hilarious. But <laughs> you should play it for that who hasn't seen it. The only
0: way I can do it is without uh, just to bring it up. You know what I mean? I don't have it accessible. So I'll actually I sent it to them. One of the versions. I have many, but you'd think I'd have it handy, <laughs> but I don't. Um let me see here. Let me go to Instagram. Bring up my chat with them. Because I thought that shit was funny as fuck. And I still think it's funny. And this, it's no word of a lie because uh, he does say shit every fucking time. Every time. Every fucking time. If he were in there right now and sleeping, he would do it. Let's see if I can bring it up full screen. For all right. dog goes crazy every time he hears this song. Come on, internet, making a buffer right now. Right
1: now,
6: <laughs> he's that weird dude narrating over it, though.
0: He was sleeping when I started this, by the way. Right on that pillow. Come on, Buffer. That's my watch. Make hey, sure get that scratch out before you fucking get your solo bubble. Dog oh, goes crazy. every time I did. What happened?
5: Restarted. What the fuck? What the I fuck? Know.
0: I know it. What a shitty lead up. Now I gotta find Chad' good chat. A good chat. Oh. What is it? He's got an
6: emoji. That's the, the, the that's the loading screen. Just look in chat. Just, oh,
2: dude, man. that's what are you showing? That's a total <laughs> <laughs> good one, Chad. You could stop somebody for hours with that sucker.
1: That's funny. Uh, the, well,
2: the circle isn't even moving. When your
6: wife sends you a message, you've been taking the beans out. Just send her that.
4: They <laughs> up to Mendo Dope, man. They're doing that. <laughs> it's cool to see their uh, work going out. That's funny.
5: Green 13. You ever ever fuck with your girl, your wife, and like send her like the message? Like, if you block somebody and they message you and it sends that right away, like if you just happen to be right at it right away, like have it pre typed out, like send her like boom, like you blocked her or something, (laughs) and then just fucking hear about later or see if she buys it at
2: all. Yeah, women are too smart. It it could
6: easily happen, mate. We both have carpal tunnel from from the angle of our wrists for most of the day, we're pretty bad with it.
2: I always use the voice to text excuse.
6: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I talk to my phone a lot. I don't type much.
2: Me either. But some of the wow. stuff that comes out doesn't doesn't match what I'm saying. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm really stoned, I notice it kind of picks up on that and changes words just to fuck with me. So I'm really just fucking just with fuck myself, you. basically setting up a little loop for myself to go through and take another bond
1: Yeah.
0: So I actually found holy shit I got I'm looking through my phone. Oh I've got a shit ton of the shout outs. The ones I thought I lost I actually got on my phone. Yeah, you typed them all out in one of the comments too.
5: I noticed that. I was going back and reading some of the comments. So, cause, uh, oh it was the.
4: I have, like, 11 minutes to go. Oh, Someday really? I'll fucking go through and finish it. But I, oh. I probably misspelled a bunch of them and missed so. a few because the music's <laughs> like... Dude. That's
5: cool. Oh, huh? I did. Should type, shouldn't it go in, like, an Excel or something? And then you can, like... They can
4: copy and paste it. Fucking whoever wants to put it in there, you know, into a word and then edit it. I don't know. You i was it. medicated and i was like fucking listening to
2: it at 0.25x just typing it out fucking smoking a joint i uh <laughs> i'd, I'd kind of like to give a shout out to one of the best educators in the business here wow. uh, wolverine grove keep doing what you're doing brother i really like uh, listening to your advice and all the good things that you have to say about cannabis and everybody else in the chat room, Chad, some great stuff, 42420, Mold Vision, Top Floor Genetics, all you great people, Jason, thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure to see every one of you, seriously. And of course, everybody on the panel, too.
6: I bet you that all the best gardeners and all the keenest minds. In chat have never been on this panel, I bet they're all sitting there thinking, these fucking doofuses, that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> that's not what Redox is. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Um, this, so... this year's videos, <laughs> this year's interviews. <laughs> in a hundred years, what I, been boy, look back what
4: what it's
1: been, been up.
6: Uh-uh. I know he has I was just thinking of the people in chat and because he went on to say and all the great people in chat yada yada yada
1: speaking (laughs) of I'm going to
4: go join those great people in the chat say peace and love Eagle Uh, Green 13 Smiley Fingus, and Red Pill it's been a pleasure talking with you all made it all the way down to the 420 I'm sure I'm going to open that door up and at least one other person's hopefully I don't uh you know, predict the future too much, but I'll be hanging out with the people in the chat for a little bit. Catch y'all on the next one.
2: Always great love to love, see you, Jack, man. man. Yep. Great to see you. Yeah, I'm going to take the spawn rip and exit. Uh, thanks again for a great uh, moly hole. Holy moly. wormhole, Excuse me. Cheers. I, you the man. Oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate you man.
0: My kids watched that the other day or tried to watch it and they were like, Is this over yet? <laughs> they had they had no interest in that shit. Nothing. About what? Beavis and blood. Oh, really? Ah, uh, Yeah.
2: I, I it. thought
6: that would translate across fine.
2: Like I did too there you go mm. be good to yourself, see
6: brother. Bingus, you brother love Vingus man
0: cheers Vingus
6: yeah I like that show I ain't heard that for ages <clears throat> I've been watching my it oldest so
0: daughter liked <laughs> it so what well, is it too well. stupid maybe uh-huh. to current standards you know what yeah. I mean? From the time my yeah. oldest watched it to the boy when they're watching, them, my current kids are watching them. Fucking eight years nowadays, man. Things are things are you know, small kids are, now, aren't they? Yeah, kids are like fucking um, real quick to jump on shit these days. At least and like so politically correct, like I. I can't even keep up anymore. To fucking be honest with some of the bullshit, maybe I'm just stuck in my own little cannabis bubble. But like, oh I my fucking- god, forty nine, and he said it. It's on camera.
6: I just can't keep up anymore. There you go, kids. It's re- recorded for you. <laughs>
0: it's at the age of well, forty nine. The- it happens. <laughs> well, well, in the same... Yeah, well, say maybe so. Maybe so. (laughs) My example here was I was uh, telling Alexi the other day and uh, my younger daughter uh, that I played that Eminem song without me. And they were like, Eminem, fuck Eminem. I'm like, what's wrong with Eminem now? What the fuck, Mm -hmm. man? Really? I can't, you know what I mean? I can't keep doing what the kids are fucking angry at anymore. Yeah.
1: (laughs)
6: It's kind of meant to be fuck Eminem anyway. That's the point.
0: All right, guys. You, you do look way? a shitload younger there, uh, 30. My
6: wife said, my wife said the same. She's very happy. Yeah, but weirdly, my mother My mother-in-law came out and said, "Oh." Oh, I really like the beard, you look like a hippie. So, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs>
5: like
6: I was that. sunbathing yesterday and my neck, looked it felt white.
5: <clears throat> yeah, it does feel different. I kept going like this and she chopped mine too. I'm like, god damn
6: it. Yeah, um, that's the exact move. Because when I'm sitting doing stuff, that's the move, isn't it?
5: Oh, Oh, yeah, you grew yours in like oh. two months. Mine took like two years to grow, man. That was some bullshit. <laughs> right. Canary, I'm, out of there I'm gonna nothing. do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again next <sighs> year. Right? You guys all just go like in a month. Mine's like two, two years in the process. Of shit. <laughs>
3: I've never committed to that long. I've maybe gone like seven, eight months, about the longest. As long
0: as I've been able to commit to a stash or anything like that was last night while I did the shout out (laughs) with the digital
6: razor blades are expensive though, Eagle. Always wet shaving,
5: yeah. I was gonna say, next this fall, (coughs) we'll give you till fall, and you'll be like switched over to organics and grown up beers and deadlocks.
0: My kids hate my my shaving, my shower, man. I fucking, I like, my showers are honestly like 40 minutes long. I'm in there. I fucking shave the head, my face. I brush my fucking teeth. I'm fucking, yeah. It takes a minute, but whatever. You know what's funny is? The fuck. I've shaved my head for years, years and years and years 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 and had thought i was saving that shit right it wasn't until i got um actually shaved by a lady tattoo artist that i fucking learned like a whole fucking different method (laughs) and i shit you not man saves a lot of blades and it saves a lot of fucking time the whole like Honestly, like how we do, like fucking stroke, 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 stroke. Never like, never leaves the skin. It's more like, shh, like, almost like you're erasing something. You know what I mean? And fuck, that I shit do. right there fucking tastes so much I'm fucking. Scared, man.
6: <laughs> you're frightening me. You're frightening me. <laughs> I get you. I know what you're talking about. But like, ah, it would take a minute for me to get used to that. <laughs> Already, like, when you have a child you know? and your child watches you shave and they're like, oh, what are you doing, what are you doing, don't do that, don't do that. And it's like, it's fine, you've been doing it forever. And
5: like, no, 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 it's a blade.
6: Uh, so I could, but yeah, I'm kind of having the same reaction.
0: I can't imagine how you guys used to do that fucking sling blade shit and fucking... Back in the day, the straight blade fucking guy sitting there with a leather strap. That's fun. I, if that were the case, I would have the fucking, fucking big old I'd have a beard fucking like none other. If that was the case, I had to wait for some guy wielding a blade to for fucking carrying on a good conversation. The whole time, I'd be like, Wondering how this guy's day's been and shit. Yeah, I gotta have my man, bro come no. with me and stand next to you while you
6: shave me just in case you, you know, yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. Right?
0: <laughs> keep him in <even> check and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck, man. It's a commitment, that's for sure. But, well, man, yeah. it's one of uh, those things. My Sorry, buddy. Smiley. It's I know buddy. you're trying to leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
5: I am too, man. Okay.
6: Love, brother, man. Oh, good.
5: Thank you, guys.
3: Thank you, Igor. You saw it, Smiley. Thank you, Smiley.
6: We're going to have like 80, 80, 80 degrees today or something. And tomorrow. So I'm about to get out in that.
0: Man, yeah, we got a freaky couple of days. Oh, we got, like, I think today... Oh, yeah, we got some freak shit happening here, brother, man. We got, like, I think 60, 69 maybe here today. And, uh, Is and it windy tomorrow, I think it's... No, not really. It hasn't been, or it's not supposed to be today. And then mm. the following day, I think it's going to be, like, 26 with a low of 18. Like, then it pops... Two days of that, then it pops back up to 60, and then a couple of freak days where it's back down, you know, 18s and 29. I'd seen 29 for a fucking high, like, the next couple of days. I'm like, ooh, I ain't ready for that. I ain't ready to go back. I ain't Mm -hmm. ready to go back. 420, 420,
6: if we had firearms, I would have killed so many people. I'd have been in jail, jail so many times. I'm so thankful we do not have firearms. Every time I got pissed off, I'd have shot you by now. My wife would have been dead like 3,000
1: times.
6: (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad we don't have (laughs)
1: firearms.
0: It took me a while to get one. (laughs) Right. I'm
6: I'm too much of an angry
0: dude (laughs) to be... (laughs) Yeah. I've always been a knife person to be honest with you. Multi-purpose. Ninety-five in fucking Thailand. Ooh. Captain 420. You keep it shit.
6: You know, Thailand's a really interesting scenario. we I don't know, I'm sure we've talked about this, but they've legalized recently. And they're now paying their uh citizens to grow for the government. Did you know that?
0: I did not know that.
6: It- that's an actual thing. So, like, it used to be that you used to have to grow hemp to pay your taxes. That used to, back in the day, that was a have to in in America or in Britain. One of those two. Um, so it's really interesting that it, Thailand's done that. And, in fact, you're basically paying your taxes. The government will pay you to grow, as I understand it, cannabis. So they've gone from that mega, mega tight stance on any type of that sort of thing to complete legalization.
0: Yeah, at one point we did definitely have the the hemp is for victory. It was grown for wartime Mm -hmm. materials here. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy how they can momentarily find the good in it and then just all of a sudden it's bad Mm. again.
3: Yeah, I think, um, I think when they do that, you know, at, at some point, I don't know exactly how it was pre, you know, if there was anyone that cared if you planted in your front yard pre-prohibition uh, of it or pre-illegal times. Um, but it, it's, what I think is holding it back is, they still don't ever treat it like a medicine and that's kind of how it gets scheduled one you know schedule one part of that uh whatever definition says that nothing of nothing in schedule one has no proven medicinal value so it's like once they give up on that once they kind of admit that yes it does i think that's what's going to make it be either de deschedulized or uh, be federally legalized pretty sure that's that they're just thinking that you know anywhere where they did uh, medical places first and now they'd have recreational they're kind of slowly trying one way or the other try to phase out the medical either by not letting you home grow or like in Arizona making all the medical shops just instantly recreational shops then you go to the same place and now you got twice as long of a line and they don't designate medical for recreational. So you're a medical person sitting in line and you got 20 other rec people in front of you. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it. I, Cause I think what they did is they said, well, you know, uh, legalizing it for medicinal was just kind of your excuse. It's really just a drug. We're legalizing it for recreational and this is what you really wanted the whole time anyways. So then they look, you know, they don't look at medical and it's still the whole argument of it staying at schedule one.
0: I don't mean to change the subject, but uh, I just wanted to say congratulations to Smokin' with Small Town, uh, who just said he just had a baby boy. in Chad, there—not just now in Chad, but he, you know what I mean—he just had a baby boy. Congratulations, sir.
6: Great kid congratulations. Awesome moment. Yes, it definitely is. Yeah, that that
0: was, uh, well, wow, a life-changing thing. Yes, it was, all three times. All three times, never disappointed. <laughs> no,
6: never got a boy. Takeaways. Wasn't looking for one or anything, but. oh I
0: had a, oh that was a, a literally I really think argument. you
6: get what you should get I really think you should get what you get I think you should have got mm-hmm. three girls I I think yeah I think I'm sure we've had this conversation actually but I do think mother nature gives you what you should have got
0: I have to unfortunately agree with it that's why I actually I actually uh against my mates at the time uh opinion was like she wanted to have like 10 kids i was like uh, 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 uh. and i seen the girl thing coming and i actually this is no word of a lie i actually threatened to just fucking explode my nuts outside fucking had a big boulder i said i will sit out front and smash these balls with a nut with another fucking boulder before i have fucking 10 10 kids 10 girls i know i'm gonna have 10 fucking girls there's no fucking way it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen Luckily, that's not the way it worked out. It was more of a medical procedure. I didn't have to go that full route. But, but, mm. I threatened it. I fucking threatened it. I was fucking red-faced, veined, popping out <laughs> at the time. It was, wasn't even a choice. Uh, oh. What's going on? Are we coming to the end here? Yeah yes sir I need to uh, water these girls behind me and I've got uh, a bingus well right there somewhere right there behind me we're outside that needs to go in that pot and some water and some other shit if I'm lucky I'll take down that girl that's over my shoulder there nice I almost burned myself in that fucking email that one back there
6: there it is. Nice. You got to get busy. Yes, I've got a lot to do today. I mean, a lot of chilling, but I've got to start by rolling a joint. And I'm gonna get out of good.
2: here.
0: Thanks for popping in. Have an amazing
6: in, day. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Red Pill, and everybody yep. else. Chat. Big love. Yep.
3: Peace. Yep, I made it I made it to a wormhole <sighs> I
0: appreciate yeah. it man it gets weird sometimes man you get somebody you know some of the regulars that pop in and then you don't see them for a couple of days it's, it feels like off rhythm a little bit you know what I'm saying you got at least pop on and be like hey man I won't be gone Sleeping, there was a Sleep couple it. of Don't them I fell
3: asleep to. I literally fell asleep to the dank duchess one, and I think uh, the shroom, papa shrooms, or whatever. Yep, how could them. You
0: fall asleep to pop the shroom now. The dank duchess that was a great back and forth. Uh, well, that was one pop of those was so full of energy, it. it would have been hard to fall asleep during pop's rooms.
3: I think it was just a lack of the time that it was and what time I woke up. A few times I've been waking up, like, pre-five. Like, I think that was, like, one of those 4 a.m. wake-ups. But, yeah, the Dank Duchess one, actually, I was I was wishing I was more in chat for that one to ask questions. So, well, I since you
0: would come back. Yeah. Anytime we wanted to put together like a hash style like episode, which, you know, more of the possibilities with some of these past guests, you know, you love to talk hash, we got Boom, we got fucking Smokey 420, DK 420, Nicky T, Melia, you know what I mean, the Date Duchess. A uh, few others that are still on their way. We got fucking who else has been on the show uh, as far as hash goes? Um, Mister Bond four twenty has been on. Uh, for Uh, you know, there's we could actually put together quite the, you know, extra cash panel <laughs> for a talk at some point.
3: That'd be a, that'd be awesome. And that, I also watched uh. I think i pretty much Indra. caught up on that. How the uh, fucking
1: I yeah,
3: intro, intro. intra balls for sure have to be uh displayed. So He he's uh he said that uh, he's asked
0: specifically to kind of just stay to the one-on-ones for some reason. He, at this point he'd just kind of rather talk than argue. I think <laughs> I think sometimes I I don't know. So I don't know. The Indra one might be a tough sell.
3: And it's it's weird when that happens. When it's like you want to hear from someone, and you'd probably be on their side of the argument. You know what I mean? So, so maybe uh
0: maybe it might just been the approach. Maybe yeah. I could uh see this is this is where I love Indra stories, and I you know, I, it's easy for me to pick the. Um, the life stories out of indra you know what i'm saying and uh but when it comes to you know fishing that extract knowledge out of him you know what i'm saying uh not my department not my department i know i know when to say when you know what i mean i'd like to think i'm somewhat smart in that category to go okay yeah not my department you know what I mean? I, that's what I love about Smiley, because that's the line there, too. Organics, yeah, not my department. Send your DMs that way. You know what I mean? I'm not going to fucking kid anybody when I, I fucking that's not my cup of tea. So, and when I initially approached him, I, was, uh, I asked him if he was inter, interested in, like, a Fagroli, him and Fagroli. So... I don't know. Maybe it was the, the matchup. Maybe I could approach him again mm-hmm. and see if uh, you know he'd be interested in me and you and him coming on. So I'm sure you'd have some great questions. You obviously uh, know your shit about some extracts
3: right? So uh, I'd, I'd be down uh, for said, that. That'd be something that I just like when I had the opportunity to do the original episode. I wouldn't hesitate at doing an episode. With Indra, or anyone that you uh, uh, named before too.
1: <sighs> yeah,
3: I'm. I like I said. I just wish I could be more. You know, apply a lot of it right now. <laughs> I. It's a bad timing for that to be at. A, in a, you know, the peak of being social, but not at the peak of being as productive. So, I'd have to find tricky ways around that, and maybe not so ideal. Ideal, you know, I'd want to have all my own you know, product or medicine or, you know, from scratch, you yeah. everything done in-house, right? So, that can't be done. That's the beauty ever, of the,
0: the micro license here in Michigan, mm-hmm. to where you can keep everything kind of in-house like that. That's what I... As far as that's a, you know, when I look and think about, you know, expanding at some point, that's the route I want to go to. The the only way that I can see in the emerging market to be able to, you know, do everything you want to do, keep it in house and keep your brand and keep your, you know, quality true. You know what I mean? Your your quality and your brand right. Because if you, you don't have that option, to be like a caregiver or somebody, even a a rec grower, or you know what I mean, a licensed grower, you you risk the chance of turning it over to somebody else, slapping their sticker on it, you know what I mean? Like a processor, you know, we still have that option as caregivers to take ourselves into a processor. They can, you know, buy our product. Some of them may keep your stamp, your sticker on it or whatever. But nine times out of ten, I would think the processor is gonna put his sticker right over the top of your sticker and then you know remarket, rebrand it, or whatever. And so you gotta get, get lost in the system or or the latter happens, they keep your branding on it, and you've lost control of quality. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean because they right. buy it in bulk and just yeah as far as you know it could be dumped on a table who knows how it's packaged when it's packaged
3: you know, how long it's, it's it sits on there
0: time. yeah 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 exactly I'd rather keep it in house and small scale until you know I was able to take that next step for myself which mm-hmm. I you know to be honest with you mm-hmm. I don't know if that would fucking ever happen You know, with the 100, you know, micro here's 100 plants right now. That's, you know, if you know what you're doing and you allowed yourself space, you know what I mean? I've cut my numbers drastically in the last few years. I used to utilize, you know, I'm licensed right now for 72 plants. 72 plus my rack in a different area, the 12, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't use half that shit anymore. I fucking bigger plants. You know what I mean? I'm doing bigger plants now and keeping my numbers down. But I could see with this same process, bigger ceilings. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could do well for yourself for, with 100 plants with the proper setup.
3: There in Michigan, did they define uh, a plant as mature as in in flower? Can you technically have um, as many rooted clones? Or that's still
0: a gray area. Veg, veg is still a gray area. How it's still seventy two is seventy two. Mm. You know what I mean? There's no, you know, you could this many in flower, this in veg. Clones are still a gray area. They can you can have them until they're rooted, and then you know what I mean. Man, they tried to fuck it up here. It's bad as like wet weight. They tried to make it at one point here, according to uh, like the way you read the law. Basically, when you cut the plant because of weight, you were fucking (laughs) you were you were pretty much illegal until the thing dried,
3: and then somehow you had to
0: quickly disperse
3: it. Yeah, and that never gets taken into consideration because there's places well, there, there is, is an example where uh, it's like recreational you can have six plants but you can only have an ounce on you how does that work you can only get an ounce off six plants
0: so. I would hope not I <laughs> would hope not <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's sad to think about that would be your end outcome there I don't think that even with my first row that it was ever that
3: bad. Mm-hmm. You know, but another reason why to, I was thinking to have it all in house is if you are trying to have some, you know, uh, open source way of teaching. And if you, if you can control every variable, you know, then you're kind of knowing what you're knowing what to expect and you're kind of in routine of things. And, uh, it's almost like, uh, you know, just repeating the same process over and over again and knowing what kind of outcome you have versus uh, it'd be really hard to, like in my case, if I wanted to do steam distillations uh, without verifying that the, finding the gardeners that can produce uh, uh, varieties or just across the board varieties like everything they grow in their garden is shooting way over 5% terpenes or they just have one plant that does that I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't want to get myself in a guaranteeing that I know I can get 5% yield off of their material if it's not 5% terpenes you know I need to know that because if I think that it's 5% terpenes but really it just smells loud and it's more like a half of a percent or 1% and then I come back and I'm like well we got like uh 20 percent the yield that i thought i would then it's going to piss people off so you know i'm glad you say
0: that red pill to be honest with you if if you go back and watch i've done a couple episodes with the as well but in one episode i asked him if that would be a benefit and i still because why wouldn't it be if you were an extract artist and i think i asked uh Smokey the bear, the same question as well for the same reason. If I were like doing that for a living, and and maybe you can confirm or deny what I'm saying here, as I was hoping I'd get out of them, but never really got. Um, you know, I would want to see test results. I would want you to bring me you know, your stuff and it wasn't necessarily for, you know, cleansiness reasons because that's, unfortunately here in Michigan, that's when they take their shit to the extract mm-hmm. they It's like, here, clean this shit up, mm-hmm. which I think is very shit because it's, it's like, you starting with bad much. product. You're fucking starting with bad product. How could that be, you know what I mean? Just because you can clean it up, how does it make, because you cleaned it up it doesn't, I get it. I get it, but I don't feel better about it, basically. <laughs> but, um, so if I were, like, you brought me a strain, I would want to see, just like you're saying, a test result. So I knew where compounds fell where, what terpenes were in it. Because there's different ways you can approach different, you know, isolates, right? Different ways that if you know it's higher in one way or another, you might Take to a different extraction method, maybe different temperatures or something like that. Wouldn't them test would be handy in that aspect? If you like, say you, you, like you were saying, if you thought it was going to be high in one thing and you see it's high in another, you might go, well, it's better to go for this than it is to try to go for that you know what I mean is that not true yes
3: or no? I think I think uh like how you do it with ice water I think people that uh process and make a living doing that I think that's probably the most thing that they're worried about and especially how whatever type of mood the person with the material is given them if they're like really antsy about needing to get certain high yields of a material and then You're looking at it and you know your test on it is knowing what kind of resonance should have on it. You're like, oh, this is so greasy already. There's no way it's going to make it through all those bags as uh, dry trichomes or, you know, solid trichomes. Uh, But they're really, uh, they're really, they need, they're like, it needs to be stable. We're going to refrigerate it, you know, and all that kind of thing. They, They want it to be sandy, but there's just no way of processing that. Cultivar into sandy uh, trichomes, then yeah, that you have to tell them that, or else they're going to either be mad at you for not giving the product that they want. Some people you can work with, some people at that point, they're just going to not understand and then tell you to fuck off and then go find another person to work with. But yeah, I think that's uh, it in that form. Maybe it's not a scientific test, you know, it's just more of a a tactical test, you know, if it's dry or greasy, but yeah, same thing. Like with the terpenes, you have to have a scientific test because there's no way to just go by nose. Like, Oh, it's 12% terpenes. You know, that's not how it works. And the same thing would be, uh, when the hemp thing that we just talked about, is this really THC list or is it the actual, uh, certified THC amount? Only way we're going to know that is to test it. So you can't make, it's really hard, like they're just now making smokable flower form of CBD, cannabis slash hemp, uh, but you don't find live resin and shatter of that, that flower turned into that because it just barely scoots by being 0.2 or 0.3% THC in that smokable flower form. So when you turn it into live resin and shatter without turning in it into isolate, you're concentrating that amount of. THC. Now it's one or three percent THC and it's illegal. So that's why you don't see that. So it's another thing you have to test before you make. otherwise it's a complete waste of material. You have to destroy it or do something else with it. You know I do
0: you know when I wash my stuff, I do most of the stuff I wash is my stuff. Mm-hmm. Occasionally I do wash stuff for other people. Outdoor excess, outdoor material occasionally, <laughs> you know, but um, most of it is my stuff. And if it's single source, all right, now when I, it's single source to me is another term than single source to an extract artist means they've done it in house, processed it all the way through. Single source to me would be I've trimmed everything, set it aside. And I know I'm running all, you know, velvet punch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most times I'll, like, throw shit together. I don't give a shit. I like my hands. So festival style almost, if you will. <laughs> but sometimes I do take my shit serious. And when I do, like, a independent strain like that all by itself, I like to go about it. With a, a one gallon bag test, see where what 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 falls where, to see if I can eliminate a few bags, see if I get rid of a few steps, and kind of know where I'm going to catch it, basically. And sometimes in that test, you all right, you get an outright fail. It might look good right. going in, but yeah, like you, you as an extract artist, you know, sometimes man, it's nothing coming out and if that happens to me i stop right there stop right there that one gallon bag i'm like this it ain't even worth this process that fails that then i either think back to myself and do a to a dry sift which the again that's something i can do to my uh, my satisfaction level which again is to me, I don't store it as a dry sift. I clean it up and then I press it into temple balls. That's the way I like my dry sift stored. Be honest mm-hmm. with you. pressed out all Frenchy style into a nice temple ball.
3: My dry all the way Frenchie like style. That. Do you do a little uh, hot water wine bottle attack? Exactly like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's all the way through that. All the way nice. through
0: that. And um, but. Some, if I'm not going to do that, and I'm thinking it's I don't have time for that, and it's failed the bubble hash method, well, that's when it's going hydrocarbon. I'm going to send that off to, you know, that guy because mm-hmm. that's when the my next best option I think. But usually it's up to that one gallon bag, if I'm going to do it which way, or if it's going out of my hands altogether. Well, uh, yeah, another
3: when I think of if someone was making, uh, if their thing was uh, growing and squishing their buds, making flower rosin, um, one that uh, I know that wouldn't be the best to use unless someone has a, this is a specific phenotype. uh, In the wormhole, when you mentioned about the testers of ninja fruit going uh, going out, when uh, you can get the ninja fruit you know, from Stone Ninja at the cup and other people in a booth next to him are selling their Ninja Fruit. And uh, uh, it was the Ninja Fruit that he gave out, I think at a uh, can't. I always won't never get a year right, but one of the Northern California High Times Cup. It was one of his selected uh, purple Ninja Fruit cuttings. And unless someone with that specific cut had any other uh, experience otherwise, that is beautiful of a plant and nug and good of a nug, and, you know, uh, enjoyable to smoke, makes good extract, even if you want to turn it into extract, doesn't make good flower rosin. It's one of the mo- like lowest yielding, it's a complete waste of a beautiful looking purple nug to make it into flower rosin. Whatever resin it has, it doesn't move off the butt. works fine in extract, I've had ninja fruit extract. I don't know if it, it would have been it uh, hydrocarbon. It would
0: have had been around uh, 2018, I'm guessing, yeah. for the ninja fruit. Yeah. You know, you know how I know that? You no, know I know that. Mm. Right off the top of my head, because I'm usually shitty with numbers like that. because I was actually. Looking, uh, when I was all sitting here looking all retarded. (laughs) Oh, let me see where it is. It's got to be close. When I was all sitting here looking retarded, I was looking through, uh, almost 20,000 pictures that I've fucking found. And I found, uh, one of the initial pictures of meeting, uh. Ninja there and it was that year that I'm talking about and it was 2018 so check the, check the, uh, the details on the photo uh, but another thing I thought was funny about that is because they were right next to Ash Bash pictures of uh, that very same year very same year where I sold some uh, folks that we all know, some seeds for the very first grow. And I was like, hmm. I hadn't realized it was 18.
3: <laughs> but uh, I was surprised. I was surprised. Uh, funny story about that Ninja Fruit. Uh is fasting to got that cut and introduced it to the circle of friends and he gave it to surrounded by Keith because they were both in Arizona. And then I got it somehow and I, I couldn't keep it wet enough. This is the middle of the summer. This is the middle of July. Uh, I had half my, my veg lights turned off. Like I said, I had that T five with power veg looked like a American flag, it was all red, white, and blue. And I had half the lights turned off that. And I begged one of my old roommates that still like uh when I couldn't get anywhere because I can't drive, he would sometimes give me a ride. I begged him to stop by and water this plant while I was gone. And it was uh when I was out in Arizona, ironically, where the clone came from, uh when I, I got to visit sub uh it it just dried out. It didn't get watered by my roommate. I couldn't keep it wet enough, long enough for the week that I was there without it getting watered in between, and uh, came home and it was uh, dried out like crisp. So I lost that cut, and uh, it's it's lived on through uh, seeds that uh, Keith made. It's a F five. Sapphire mango or mango sapphire crossed to that ninja fruit and uh, Dutch grows 420 grew a few of them out and they're all varying different purple shades of purple. All three of all three females are dominant. Definitely in appearance wise for the ninja fruit. So that clone still is around or those offspring clones are there. So hoping to get my hands on them or put them in the hands of someone that wants to do something with it, either grow grow it out itself. And if they like it enough to keep it around or uh, just to keep it living long enough to pass it around till, you know, make it play, play hot potato with this clone, basically, until I can figure out a way to get it bred to something that I want to breed it to another colorful genetic. Any idea what uh, what that would be right off the top of your head? Uh, well, they're not in my hands yet, so I don't want to like speak things into existence that can't be technically made right now. But if it, it all goes right, uh, yeah. So one uh, someone beloved in the, this chat that may or may not be helping you out with project may or may not be the shout outs without naming someone directly you know what I'm saying so, so uh, he has some uh, pink pink bearing genetics pink pistol you know magenta calyx that and you offer those to me and that's what I would like to do with it so
0: I've got it. Well, I can't remember. well, I know I've got one pack of. Remember the the cheesequake that turned uh, pink had pink hairs. TCA, the one that female. I have a pack of those. That original. That time period. That era. That is, I have yet to pop. And then uh, Shangri-La by Jinxproof Proof uh, was another paint pistol. That, Shangri-La, actually, that one is, if I remember right, nine-pound hammer times uh, Fudu Mayo, which is a Chinese strain, a Japanese strain he acquired. I don't know how. But uh, that strain had paint pistols, and it made paint the prettiest. I mean, it, I guess if you're into that, I mean, I thought it was pretty uh pink hash. It was a the, the hash had this pink hue to it. Yeah and it all every wash it had that pink hue to it. It was very distinct. You I mean out of a line of hashes, you could pick out that Shangri La hash every time. And it was super, super fucking tasty. I always contributed to the, the fruitiness of that fruit of my own. You know, yeah. it was it really added something very distinct because I grew the nine pound hammer, and it was a completely different beast, different right. structure, and uh, but it was a pleasure to grow. Fuck, I know it's in some of these. I wish I had folders, looking through them, looking for folders of uh, the Shangri La. I might have some Shangri La pictures on this phone. It's fucking one of the problems, man. That's one of the things I hate. Well. I get, again, green 13 probably laughing at me right now. as, uh, as I watch technology go, I'm still think, I still think this is gonna happen, Red pill as I watched the cloud build. Come on, upload your shit to the cloud. Upload your shit to Google. Google's already fucked me out of fucking 15 gigs of fucking music. I uploaded to play, and just recently they were like, oh, sorry, we're no longer playing music. You can try uploading your shit to fucking YouTube music that will play commercials for you every two minutes. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, it's totally gone. I can't get it back. It's like, oh, that was a good idea. But I've always thought about the cloud thing the same thing, that they're going to want you to upload all your shit, and then one day they're going to be like, yep you know, we got a nice file for you. It's going to be like $30 a month to keep all your shit, you know what I mean? And then at some point, if you don't pay your bill, they're going to be like, yep, shit out of luck. You
3: know what yeah, I mean? They did and, that with Hangouts and Google+. Plus. No more Google+, see, Plus, no see? more Hangouts.
0: I, I, and I had shit happen like that with other forums, Mass Roots and shit like that. So I was always leery. You know, I tried to keep things backed up on computers and then computer hard drives go down. You keep it on your phone and then they fucking leave that thing on top of your car, drive off with it, and then you lose. Man, I can't think of how many gigs and gigs and gigs I've lost on fucking devices. That I thought, oh, yeah, I'll back that up another day or whatever. You know what I mean?
3: I wish I had a a, a uh, smartphone earlier because a lot of those, a lot of my growth pictures from 10 years ago were on old devices, you know, not smartphone devices. So, yeah, they're gone.
0: uh, I still have hard drive. Hard drives from um, old computers that went down that I'm still fucking hopeful someday that I can reclaim. You know what I mean? Pop that mm. disc out of there, maybe put it in a new hard drive or some fucking goofy shit like that. <laughs> to be able to reclaim old pics and shit like that.
3: And uh, not just on not just on my cell phone, but I said about forums, uh, I still have repeating or recurring dreams about MySpace. Once in a while i have a MySpace dream where I'm sitting right in front of the uh, home screen, refreshing, refreshing, looking for friend requests and checking news online and shit like that. So uh,
0: I don't have this, like, I can pull this up on the computer again. I'm going to just have to show you on the phone. But this isn't the pink Pistol Fino, but as you can see, from that picture right there, hopefully, that thing fucking sugar-covered. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, man. And the pink you know was just like that. Just as sugary, you know, sativa-ish leaning. But, yeah. man, pleasure to grow. Pleasure to grow that strain.
3: Yeah, I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to push the color road as far as it goes with no regard for, like, being picky about cannabinoids a little bit picky of of, uh, terpenes because to me i've had experiences where i've had really fruity purple weed and like said it reminds me of like pokemon fruit snacks or like uh, gummy um, lifesavers or just really weird fruit flavors that i can't even put my name on really sweet really fruity and then i've had other purple weed where it's more like darker more like Herbal, earthy, woody type smells, which are good too, but I just think they're more common. You'll find it amongst the purple weed, you tend to find the more, I just don't know how to describe it other than like a woodsy, woodsy purple kind of smell. Uh, the gen, uh, generic A purple smell and then generic B purple smell. Is that grapey candy type smell? So that's what I don't want. I want to get this pink and and magenta fades to like red. Like I want to plant that. Its leaves fade red and still has the pink pistils on red or magenta calyxes. But then has that Pokemon fruit snacks turkey.
0: sounds like a tough combo to find for me man I've, t- I've said this quite a bit man i've never found that good middle of the road for me with the purples you know for me the purples look beautiful taste yeah they taste really good and again not one of my top profane uh terpene profiles
3: i I can live without it but it's it's just for the pure i don't know maybe it's a little bit of nostalgia but i think it's just a totally like aesthetic thing and there's like a little pre-consumption high or you know a little enthusiasm to knowing you got some purple weed and you're like you know look at how cool this weed looks you get a little buzz off of that
0: Definitely pretty and smells really good again, but it just doesn't Mm -hmm. kick me back like when I want to smoke. I like to be kicked back, you know what I mean? It's more of a daytime smoke, and when I found then if it if it's like a purple strain, like ninja fruit, Mm -hmm. it either purple purple for you, nice pretty strain, and it got you got what we just talked about a pretty weed with really nice turps, but again. Ninja Fruit didn't take me, didn't take me home. But the, like the green phenols and with the purples, the fuckers give me anxiety. I don't like The the, the green pe- the phenols of the purples, at all. You know what I mean? They, I don't know. I don't like that that version at all. So mm-hmm. I it's, uh, it's weird. I've game. had
3: that with uh, GDP, but it's kind of with the terpene thing. Like I said, I've uh, the GDP purple phenos I've had even though they were cooler looking than the green phenos the green phenos had more of like that weird grape sweet tarts terpene profile and I just thought like man I want to make this terpene profile on this you know appearance or bag appeal profile see when I think of the other
0: the green it's probably more like the other description you know, like a Earthy grape, or the, moreover, for the green, green for me, it's like a peppery grape, like a grape with like yeah. a you know, a little burn on the
3: back end. Of it. I, I've had that some of the, the ones wind. that give me anxiety. Purple Apollo or the Void is like that, where it's that's the most black pepper terpene profile I've ever had, and that was with the, the green. End with With that Mm -hmm. black pepper profile, again,
0: must. that's almost how I seek out, like, strains for, like, patients, either that are my patients or potential patients, is that peppery. I find that them strains that actually give me anxiety like that, you know what I mean, are good for people with anxiety that have, like, anxiety every day. That peppery Mm -hmm. profile works amazing for them. But for me, that same joint, man, I'm, we sit there. I've sat there with, like, one of the, my friend that was on that end. And he's sitting there going, man, if you, I'll take all you got of this. And I'm like, take it. Take it, man. Yeah, but same joint, I'm, like, pacing, you know, mm-hmm. I mean? and he's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: I'm like, the weed that does put- that to me is the dill pickles. The last time I experienced that was a string called the red headed Stranger. I have some, I do have some pictures of that, but that was uh it's a Tom Hills Hayes crossed to a Williams wonder. So pretty much a narrow leaf hybrid to a narrow leaf hybrid. And yeah, that had this, had that strange, almost, you know, uh, I've heard someone say it was like uh, McDonald's pickles. It reminds me in some way, shape or form pickles. I could see that but that same thing is that besides being a lot younger and having a lot lower tolerance, that was like the last weed I smoked that gave me actual racy sativa high. Other than like, well, I didn't even, we didn't really talk about it or bring it up, but the shatter that I have now I had that effect uh, because I had the distillate that whole time since pretty much Christmas time I had distillate. And when I switched to this uh, shatter, the unknown amount of terpenes that this has was enough to basically make me feel like I was taking a few month tolerance break. You know, first couple dabs. First dab made me sweat, you know, a couple dabs later. It was almost like uh, a little psychedelic, you know. I could make it psychedelic if I wanted to. Very, like I said, racy in the mind, thought-provoking, pacing, (laughs) definitely will make you pace. It's not something See, when you take a dad that makes you want to lay down. Makes, when you take a dad, it makes you want to get on your feet and walk around.
0: <laughs> See, that's what the... For me, the pints call my fucking racy mind. That's why I like... Pints, I find, are nice for my chest, which is fucking sucked in tons and tons of job site dust over the years. You know what I mean? And then I like the pines because it's like very head clearing. You know, for me, and in, a, in a, a very good uplifting mood too. For me, it's like when you know, I'm sitting there kind of I have a racy mind, uh fucking very uplifting, very blue. I can't I coffee. I have to I drink you wouldn't believe the amount of coffee I drink a day. It's unbelievable. And if I don't drink coffee, it's 10 times worse. It's 10 times worse. I'm like, I can't even sit still. So, you know what I mean? I like that, that pine because for me, man, when I'm like that and I can't, I can't sit still on uh, that pine, man, it's like that first hit, man, it like clouds me for a second. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the yeah. fuck, man? You know what I mean? As I'm holding it in. But when I like exhale, it's like I'm like exhaling out all the bullshit. It's like, oh yeah, yeah I was. I want to focus on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I like. It's That's definitely
3: why I would Get back to that. It's definitely what I call like the masculine colony type terpene profiles. Like Chem does that to me. Master Kush does that to me. Uh, certain OGs will do that to me. Bubba Kush will do that to me. Where I, I like that too. It's very, uh, um, I guess, just relaxing, almost like a muscle relaxer type sense of that.
0: See, the ones you just named off to me work like that only, only in a joint one. See, this is the this is the this is the difference be, with me between. Gas and pine Because both of them do work for me In a similar fashion Just like you're talking about Very calming But this is the difference That fuel, that OG Because I'm, I'm a two joint smoker And I'm a dedicated I'm dedicated to red pill If I fire that fucker up I'm going to finish it even, even if me and you are smoking And you're out, man I am going to fucking finish that thing Just me but with that being said that first joint of the og works very good gets me nice and calm nice and relaxed gets my mm-hmm. body feeling good two of those i'm fucking done i'm fucking couch locked i'm fucking watching tv the rest of the day if i'm doing anything but if i double yeah. up on the pints it's the same or if, with the pints it's the same thing very calming makes my body feel good cleans my head. Two of the pines, I'm still up and active but now I'm like laughy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. i more sociable to where the OG just kind of sets me right the
3: fuck right to fuck back. So yeah, I have that with ChemDog a lot of the times and it, 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 it's something that it could probably be done with GMO or some modern ChemDog or the actual original ChemDog clones. And uh, I had a situation with a goji dog from uh, Viola uh, lab, uh, Viola concentrates in uh, Colorado. Don't know the origin, I'm just gonna have to say goji, OG, and some chem dog without doing the research. But uh, three specific dabs out of this one gram um, sample I basically had, I only had one gram of it. And three specific dabs laid me out where I had to do the opposite of get up and pace around it. I literally had to lay down. And if you follow the story of how ChemDog got its name before it was, or where the dog part comes in from the name was the people that gave ChemDog that weed told him it was dog bud. And he's like, why is it dog bud? He's like, cause you take one hit and you lay down like a dog. So I, For that to happen in there and be like, that's so effective and uh, specific, you know, that I had that effect and that's what effect it has. But uh, a lot of like how you said, I think it has to do with uh, mono versus sesquiterpene, especially for ones like you said that uh, don't bother your chest. Uh, Maybe the sesquiterpene ones are a little bit more, uh, less le- or a little less lethargic where the little bit hotter burning monoterpian ones, like an OG has for sure. It's most of chem dog at like the 91 and the, and for the D have.
0: I don't know if they, I could say it doesn't bother my chest as much as I like the fucking expanding of my lungs. You know what I mean? It's almost a workout. I can feel it when it gets in there. You know, it's like you know, it's that deep the deep breath that I don't usually take. You know what I mean? So it's more of a workout for my lungs. It's the ability
3: to inhale it and not like the coughing, the cough to get off high afterwards, right? You you prefer it because of that ability to get that, you know, you're you're smoking and you're inhalating. So the point of it would probably be to have its you know the least harshest experience doing that, so that way you can smoke more of it and get more of it in your system. Is that more of why you think, or 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 do you enjoy coughing, or does it, you know, uh, whatever uh, induce coughing? You no,
0: know, and well, with the pines, I enjoy the more expanding of the lungs, mm-hmm. not necessarily of the coughing. So I guess maybe it's a smoother with the expansion, but there's times though, where like, if I'm sick, I don't mind a cough, to be honest with you. I actually don't mind. You know what I mean? If I've got a, like a phlegm or a sore throat like that, I actually I take my cannabis and I'll hold it until the point of cough. you know what I mean? So I know that I'm bringing up, and bullshit with that cough, and I'm getting it out. You know? I'm, all, I'm one of them people too, man. I'm like, I hate to see people fucking cough and fucking swallow that shit. It's like, getting fucking, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Spit that shit out, man. You're coughing it up for a reason. Why would the, why would you realistically send it back down into your body? Get it out of there. Get the fuck out of there. And I think that's what you know. And I think it's helped me getting. Yeah, uh, heal quicker a lot of times. Actually, getting that shit out, having that mentality with cannabis during a sickness.
3: Because even if concentrates for me are cleaned up to the point where there's no, there's no type of residual contamination that I'm worried about, uh, then how it affects, you know, how I actually feel after I dab. The only thing I can take away or you know, surmise from that is how the terpenes. Affect your, you know, your esophagus and lung tissue and all that. And for me, I think there's ones that taste good and definitely smell good, but they're a lot harder to hold in your chest. And for whatever reason, I tend to, even in a breeding project, I would probably select away from that and breed more towards the ones that I like to hold in my chest or that are easier that I can smoke more and more of, you know, if they have 10 different grams of all different phenotypes in front of me, which one is it easier to smoke? Ones that I enjoy that are easier to smoke are probably going to be ones that I select for rather than putting myself through, you know, cruel torture, you know, smoking something and coughing my brains out. Definitely think that can be bred into a plant.
0: this red pill man yeah. I think we're gonna to call it call it brother it's 534 534 we went we went long with good oh. conversation
3: you know like you said about the coffee some people need the coffee to, to spark them up in the very in the morning I'm the complete opposite I wake up and I'm complete you know sparked out and it only takes to, um, up a few hours I think I'm sharper towards the end of the day. I'm like this, you know. If we wanted to do this as a wake and bake, I don't think I could fucking uh, hold the conversation or, you know, try to think of as many things to say. It's funny um, because I don't like to
0: fucking talk to anybody when I get up, man. There's definitely got to fucking be that warm-up time. I think it's a minimum of a half hour.
3: <laughs> I, I tend to stretch it for an hour, but I'm a I wake I'm a big wake and bake. Of course, I mean I will keep this I'll keep an even base and medicating uh pace medicating throughout the day, but I tend to really go at it chained having right when I wake up. I just like to my my spaced out portions of the things I get done in between when I want to medicate, the biggest gap of the first time I medicate. To the next time is right in the morning because I'm waking, waking, baking to like six dabs one after another, <laughs> and up, then I can go to,
0: to me. Ideally, that wake up is when I can fucking sneak on, sneak one joint in a cup of coffee, and before I have to fucking talk to anybody, just like. Tear out the back window, fucking birds and fucking shit that's going on the tree line and just, yeah. Yeah. Then it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Just like an old truck, man. You gotta let that fucking warm up, man, before you fucking take off.
3: (laughs) I I, I thought of it as uh, when I played basketball, uh, I would never leave the court or my driveway, and, uh, pissed off or in a bad mood because I was doing bad or I couldn't make a shot. I would always stay there and always what I called leave on a good note to where I just take a shot and it's just like splash, you know, nothing but net. And I get all happy and then I can go back inside. But I force myself to do that. So I think that's kind of what the wake and bake thing is like, I'm not going to start the day until I'm in the right mi- mindset.
0: It's just tradition anymore. The way you bake, it's got to be done. I actually, was talking about that with a cat today that I'm that I'm working with. Uh, actually, on an old, you know, actually work word, skill labor, I guess. I don't even know if I should say that because, uh, well, it's skill labor, but not to say that. Anything that canvas related isn't skilled labor would be stupid. That's what I mean by that.
1: <laughs>
3: you know what I mean in it's, it's the more you think about it, the more you can compare it. The amount of you work with your hands and your back doing the same thing. Like you know, people that don't understand and still hate on weed think all you do is sit on the couch or something. But you do gotta break your back. Bending over, lifting well, up, water watering, hanging lights. Well, Again, yeah. yeah, fucking them ten gallons are heavy,
0: and you know, surprisingly to me, when I pulled out the fucking uh, earth boxes uh out of the fucking tent, man, they were done, and pulling the things out of there, that fucker was heavy, heavy, still yeah. full of water, man. I was like, holy shit, I was not unexpected. But it is still, you well, know, some exercise to gardening. Yeah. Instead, for me, the, it, the other one uh, is that is strenuous on the body is the defoliation. Especially in like a 4 by 4 chin, tent where you can only yeah. access from the front and you're trying to get oh, to the
3: back. And you're on that 45.
0: That, oh, that man, hurts it's, me it's right,
3: right below the kidneys. That's where that hurts me doing that. In between the hips and the kidney region
0: Fucking, uh, I actually I told the cat today man we we're talking about cannabis you know what I mean and it's it's one where you, it's what it is well kind of working day job I guess again and that keeps funny because I treat it as my second job you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. not my first first job anymore it's the second job. Moonlighting, almost is how I look at it. But we're talking about cannabis and how we can, how recreationally it's legal and it's not such a taboo thing anymore. And he's like, "Well, gotta watch it a little bit on the customer, around the customers." Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Do I? Do I? Hell, I got a medical card, man. Fucking, I might just need to fucking smoke that shit just to get out of the truck." To be able yeah. to fucking, you know what I mean? It's my yeah. medicine, you know what I mean. So you know, I shouldn't still be able to talk about it either, either way. You know what I mean?
3: So I, I would, not so. I, you know, like <laughs> like people call it a safety meeting, right? I would definitely want people in the right set of mind. So no workplace accidents. You know, someone needs to be. Someone needs to do that to work better. I mean, there's people like I said they put themselves in like comedy. A lot, a lot of people are here, you know. Even if they're 420 friendly, they don't want to be smoking the shit out of their brains right before they get on stage because it puts them in a different kind of headspace. You know, too introspective and thinking about things in the moment when they could just be, you know, fluid in
0: the moment. Oh don't get me wrong. I, I'm definitely choosing. You know what I mean? If I if I need to be on point and, you know, measurements count, yeah, I, I guarantee I'm, I'm not going to partake of that day. But if I'm going to get on the fucking roof <laughs> and throw yeah. shingles all fucking day, you can bet your ass I'm fucking burning down every fucking break I get out that roof. That's what to you, man. It's just... Too much wear and tear on the body, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's funny is is you say talk about that is I worked for one cat that would swore by that, and I found it as I worked later in life. While you know, kind of thought about his words in the back of my mind. A lot of times when it came to like constructions or skilled trades, most of the cats that did not use cannabis, not necessarily on the job, but in general. We're the ones that always got fucking hurt. You know, and, not, and again, not to say that, you know, we were smoking on the job or anything, but in general, you would be like, man, I can't believe that cat ain't smoking as much as he fucking can't remember shit or falling over stuff. You would think out of everybody it was him.
3: <laughs> I think just the same as exact thing that's in effect there is that the bad stigmatism about uh, operating You're driving, you know, driving if you're stoned. And it's been actually when they do tests on this, it's been proven time and time again that people who smoke all the time, when they're stoned, they actually drive better than people who don't smoke and have never smoked when they're driving. Like I said, they get in more accidents for some whatever reason. Again,
0: you know, I've worked with people with uh, MS. You know what I'm saying? And, uh man, you, you take that cannabis out of the picture, and, god damn, you ain't getting that cat to draw a straight line. I, I'm not poking fun at anybody or nothing, but you, it's, it's straight up, man. You, you, you ain't going to get a straight line out of him. You ain't going to get him to make a straight cut. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you let him smoke before work, and it's fucking night and day. It's fucking night and day, man. They fucking draw you a picture, cut the straightest line, but it, and you would if you didn't know the medical situation. I think you would almost attribute it to another withdrawal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he wasn't a prior you know, medical, you know, it's been diagnosed and, you know, cannabis has been a medicine. You would look at it and think, man, that's a withdrawal from something else. You know what I mean? The shaking is alcohol or something like that. But in this case, you know, it's completely beneficial. And I would want that cat too. You know what I mean? If he's cutting up my lumber pile Mm -hmm. and fucking cutting up my sheets of plywood I
3: would prefer the straight line versus fucking <laughs> when he when he's sober and if he was coming off when he's a, if he was drinking then he's being accused as you know something he's not even guilty of versus going the whatever not politically correctish kind of way yet but you know just behind closed doors and you not even knowing and it's perfectly perfectly fine and you don't even ask a question yeah you know. So I, you know, again, I would think
0: I. have been asked this question. I think Green Thirteen might even have said it at one word one time. We were talking about cannabis, and you know, the do you want? Do you really want? You know what I mean? You know, I, I think even Mister Soul asked that to me the one time. Do you really want your your pilot or your doctor using cannabis before? Well, maybe. You know what I mean?
3: Fucking, how would you know? My doctor just, how well, I I wouldn't know exactly how many I wouldn't know know how many planes have any of us flown on where the pilots are joking like we're high, no, literally, we're high, like we're in a plane high, you know, that kind of thing, joking around because they get away with smoking before each flight. I mean, it could happen, I'm sure it happens, and then again. It might be one of them
0: things, man, 10 minutes before flight, you know. That cat got a call about something, like banging somebody or something else. Yeah, I might want him to smoke a fucking joint before he gets on it. Shake that shit off. Get mm-hmm. a better mindset. Same thing with the doctor, man. If he's been uptight, man drinking coffee, you know, doctors are stressed and run on as little sleep as they get
3: anyway.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. Get in. Those people are so lucky that you wouldn't know if, like, if you were being operated on someone or by someone and then everything went good and you were thankful and then somehow, you know, even if it was 10 years down the road, you figured out that that guy, he was stoned when he performed on you. Then, you know, I'm I'm sure there's someone out there that's like, no man, we had that lawsuit paid out good, but fucking grandma got chopped up by a goddamn stoner practitioner, you know something like that. But I
0: don't know. I Another one, think it's happening except they they beat the system and they're like they it's just pharmaceutical for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It isn't necessarily cannabis or whatever,
3: but I think they've had they know their way around. Yeah. Uh, Another one I thought of, it's not really a profession, but and it's not in all cases. There's plenty of people that haven't ever touched cannabis in their life that are literally the world's greatest experts in jujitsu. But a lot of people excel, you know, seems that a lot of people that enjoy cannabis and enjoy cannabis simultaneously doing jujitsu kind of excel at it at a fast rate. And that's something you got to be really in tune with, you know. <laughs> Injuries happen all the time, every day. So minor arm. I would think that contributed a
0: little bit, too, with uh, the ability of, you know, holding your breath. Like we are talking about, it, a long expansion and, yeah. you know, being used to holding that
3: breath. Michael Phelps. All right? The biggest example. Unless that was all some media hype scam. Wasn't really hitting a bong. Wasn't really him. But no, that and stuff that stuff that me and you and people in the chat know takes time for, you know, people that aren't as enthusiastic or don't care about it as much as we do to learn it or figure it out. Well,
0: Miss Red Pill, I'm gonna fucking.
3: uh... Yeah, wow. I'm. I'm enjoying the conversation. Oh. I don't wanna. Yeah, I don't wanna. I am mess too. That's. I am too. Week.
0: That's why we we went to OT, man. Yeah. I, I didn't even try to rush it, man. It's been a good one-on-one. Maybe I was just craving it because, the no spotlight. <laughs>
3: well, I, I was. I guess I was uh, missed, and I. I I was both. I felt missed and I felt that I missed out not being here I did try to fix my sleep schedule it was maybe a little premature I really didn't have that much activity to do I just I kind of wanted to get in that routine but you know I mean I'm gonna be I mean you got a 420 stream coming up so I'm definitely gonna make that one
0: And then I got to put you, I'm definitely putting you on the list then because I'm already taking the list and trying to line things up of like compatible folks and, you know, try to, I try to be a little mindly, uh, mind, you know, keep that shit in mind who might jive well with other guests. And, uh, oh, nice. You're starting to add up already. You're a little matchmaker. Nice. <laughs> yeah,
3: I try to be. <laughs> I try to be. All right. That's I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably pop in in a few. Well, more
1: they,
0: only if you fucking and I'm not going to say any names, but in, there's no way of ever, well, ever. I I can't even know. I know I was there, but there's no way anybody can uh, go back and watch. But there is one one episode during that first 420 where I thought I. Got to really work on scheduling because there was like one instance where there was like both popped on at once and they were like you, <laughs> and I was like oh shit, oh shit, I didn't even know, damn. <laughs> but luckily, well, luckily they played nice and uh, for you know, the right reasons. And was it horrible? But when it, that, I shit you not, that's. The first like two seconds, it was like that. It was like you. I was like, oh,
1: yeah.
3: I've I've been on both sides (laughs) of that fence before.
0: (laughs) It's hard to walk the middle middle road of that shit, man. It's like, oh, man. I don't. Okay. You guys just. All right. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. (laughs) You guys working out? it worked out. It, it was a good day, though. All in all, it was an amazing day, to be honest with you.
1: I learned a lesson
0: this much, though. I am going to tap out at some point this 4.20 and get a few hours sleep. There's no way yeah. I'm going to try to do it all 24 again.
1: Mm.
0: That was nuts.
3: Yeah, I have forced myself to do that a few times, Nate. Google Hangout days. I'd say it was worth it. It's a good time. I kind of thought of it as like you know let's see uh, let's see how bad I feel after doing this and gauge how old I'm getting by that measure
0: (laughs) that's yeah it was it was a mind fuck the next day to be honest with you because it was like you know one it was like one long day with like a couple hours sleep you know shortened then a full twenty-four hours, no sleep, and then I crashed out for a normal eight. And then I got up and uh man, it was weird, man. I fucking had facial hair didn't line up for you know what your mind would think one sleep would have, you know what I mean? And shit like that. That's my yeah. that is. Yep, yep. Yeah. And man, I remember the towards the end of that shit, I was actually eating like hot sauce habanero hot sauce it was everything i could do to fucking stay awake i know i looked amazingly rough after fucking smoking i think i smoked like an ounce of hash or an ounce and a half of flour and fucking a good probably half ounce of hash that day yeah. it was it was like this roller i was rolling these one of these an hour full of flour huh. and hash and so what 24 of those you know what i mean (laughs) so yeah Yeah. yeah, it was it was a day
3: i'll figure out something fun i want i've been thinking about that i want to maybe get a new device i don't want to give it away maybe it'll be a surprise if i can get my hands on one but uh maybe fun device for 420 you know just to liven it up a little bit not the same old, same old. You know, I got my rigs and I got my flower pipes. But something, I'd, a piece that I don't have that I want to try to find.
0: So. Looking forward to it. It's right around the fucking uh, it's right around the corner, man. I can't believe how fast this fucking year has gone, man. Already. We're almost quarter year through fucking 21,
3: man. I'm, I'm almost grateful for that because it's moving in a pace where it's kind of like the' yeah, you're, the busier you are the more fun you're having faster time goes and uh, supposedly we got teased with this it's not the first time they said this but they plan to have uh, legal cannabis in Wisconsin by 2023. If that's the case, then if time's moving fast and that's, whatever, a year and a half, two years away, then that doesn't seem that far away to me. People are like, 2023, that's crazy, you know. like, man, that's going to happen before you know it, so.
0: Yeah, I almost think it's, uh, it's I'm, I'm just going to shut the fuck up because I know I'm about ready to open up probably another hour wormhole there. Once I start, it's just one of those. I'm just gonna. I'll save it for another. Thing. I'll 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 let you in a little bit of it though. It's just uh, how time is flying, flying. You know what I mean? How our state of how we perceive time right now is. Yeah, it's perspective
3: though. There's, there's, we're not all feeling that way, I'm sure. Oh. Oh, no. Froze up.